is going on, everybody? I'm Jordan Jean-Louis, host of the JJ Sports Talk Show. Um, you know, same old me, different day, but different year. We, New year, we got my same boy moon, right? Anthony, Brandon, Big Mav, man. What's going on, fellas? Wait, what's going on, Jay? Fellas, happy new year, guys. Happy, happy new year. Yeah, happy new, happy new year to y'all, man. New year, same goons. We back at it. <laughs> so, so for the fans, man. So we had something new. So this year, uh, on the last episode before, uh, after we went live, we have a new thing. So if we, if a cuss word slips out, if we, okay, me, me and Matt have a thing where I can't say Lamar Jackson. That's fun. Only, only, only get this like in the right, in the right. We uh, got some rules know, here. Segment. We got some new rules, bro. And Brandon cannot say Isaiah Thomas. I don't even know Unless, who's talking what's about. What's my rule? What's my rule? Um, but the thing is, whole- oh, dude, anytime somebody brings up Correa, you're not allowed to bitch about it. Oh yeah, give me right. my phone. That's, give me <laughs> that's my rule. That's my rule. But anyway, the whole the whole it. point of this is. Uh, we're gonna start a dollar jar or whatever amount of dollars we can put in there. And tor- at the end of the year, we're gonna count it all up um, and donate to a donatable charity. So overall, yeah, we'll have you guys like, vote you know, on the charity. Yeah. Have them vote charity, on the charity. Yeah, yeah yes, we're sir. gonna get some charities. We'll get we'll get them voted for the end of the year. So I, I think the best way to do this December. We'll, we'll have we'll know by November at the end of the vote what charity we're gonna be going for. Donating th- that money to it at the end of it. Um, Big J, you're lucky we just made that announcement because that rubbing of the hands was about to get you five dollars added to it. Wait, 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 wait. That, that's a new rule. The rubbing of the hands, B. Can't be Man, rubbing to the mic. Yo, Come on. dude, it's, on, it's on. cold. If I can't bro. cuss. If it's I cold cuss, down in that basement. Come we, on, man. Get a sp- dude, yo, get a space listen, heater. We are in January, bro. It's, space like, it's 32 degrees, bro. I got a space heater. You leave this forehead out of here. Listen. <laughs> All right, all right. I'll try look, to look, 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 look at Ant, bro. Look at Ant. Ant just looks like come on. I got, he, I got the little bodybuilder going. No, no Ant looked like shirt. he hit the gym in high school, but like that's like a sophomore <laughs> Yo, year JV play, running back right there. Oh play, yeah, you know it for sure, baby. I played with him um for the three for three basketball um and he came out over at Montclair State. Nike headband. I had the headband. I had the drip Looking going. Like Jesus man. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I bro- remember I broke that kid in the one game. Oh, Jay, Jay, that's a story, man. That's a story. That's a story. I mean, it right, hit us with it. Hit it with it. Hit it with it. It didn't count, right. but it was a pickup. Before we JV hero stuff. over here, Anthony right, Capone. So this was the first night we played 3v3 basketball. This was an actual game because our opponent didn't even show up. So we just ran with a few kids that were at the court at that moment. So we were playing. You know, me, me, Jay, and John Giftopoulos. John, if you're ever listening. Shout out, shout John out. G. Even, I, he probably won't even be listening, Yo, but I love you, John. He surprised oh. me with the rebounding, man. He's, yeah, he's, I mean, he's he had a good rebounder. season. But what, anyway, did I say? So, what did I say? If there's one thing John G is going to be good at, it's either lockdown defense or boards. Yeah. But So, so, so what happened? So we were playing, and we were playing these kids who were, man, we're – Okay, I think uh, they were. I think they were a team in the league, but I guess the team that they played didn't show up. Yeah, so we, both the teams like that us. we were supposed to play didn't show up. So we're playing. It was back and forth, back and forth. Now we have game point. Jay drives, kicks out to me, a jab step, a drive, switch to the left, quick hezzy over to the right. Kid trips over his feet and falls. I right right to the rack, hit the layup, game over. That we. For a second, I started going a little crazy. Then the kid's like grabbing his ankle, and I'm all like, 
You broke Ooh. a kid's ankle. Oh, uh, did I actually break this kid's ankle? He starts getting up. He's like limping a little bit. I go, oh, I didn't. I actually done broke this kid. Jesus. So, but so like he goes over. We're like, oh, yo, man, you okay? You okay? And he's like, yeah. So we end up we go w- walking back to our bench, and we start. Dying. <laughs> Me, Jay, and John are cracking up. Surprisingly, I th- I think I, mean, I don't know if Aunt and John saw it, but surprisingly, when we were done, his him and his girl walked out. Yeah, his I mean- girl was <laughs> in the gym with him. I crossed him up in front of his girl. I felt bad. Oh, yeah, man, you would like, yo, you would have had a heart attack, bro. Laughter, bro. <laughs> bro, listen. Well, I mean, crazy. it was like not not to be like. I mean, it was it was a nice. It was a simple left left or right. It wasn't like a Kyrie Irving, you know. Blah, blah, blah. It was just my it speed. Was, my, I I just got a good first step, fellas. We spent. Too much time on our minor league shenanigans right now. Great story. Let it's it's a little story time. Let, I loved it. I loved it. Story but, uh, time. Now, that now, now five dollar fine. Now, you can't make up fines. You can't make up fines on the fly. No, you can't make up fines on the fly. Yeah, we had. I literally wrote that down. We did the fines because of that. Fines are by committee. Maz cannot decide who the fines are just because. literally that was the first fine we came up with. Was no scratching and rubbing hands into the mic. Oh, I thought you were talking about my story. No, 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 no. Jay we, just rubbed his hands into the mic. Oh, That's I thought you were talking about my story. Fun. I thought you were trying to find me because no, my story. No, 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 no. The story was a beautiful story, but Jay just brought up something that we need to get into right now. I know I'm going a little out of order right here. We had a little production meeting. But you said Kyrie Irvin. And Chauncey Billups, the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers, former... Pistons great and winner of the NBA championship in 04 said the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. And he said that Kyrie Irving's the most talented point guard the league has ever seen while having Dame Lillard as his star point guard. What do y'all feel about this? I'm going to start with Jay. Yeah. Give it to us. I mean, you kind of caught me off guard because we're going to become an NFL first, but it's all good. Uh, I got off the dome, but, um, you know, um, I didn't really see the comments. I, I mean, I saw the post on Instagram of like of a little quote, but um, what's the like? What did he say? In the, he said in the that segment? Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. is the most talented point guard in the NBA ever. Oh, oh what he said ever? I think he said ever, ever. Um, well, the thing that I've learned in a, in a sports communication, we have to get the fact, I mean, did he say it ever or did he say, he said, I want to make sure like, and I, I quote, he had to okay. say ever because everybody been bringing up certain names from the past and I'm going to get into my pick in a second, but Jay, who do you think, do you think he was right? Or who do you think is the best ever? That's another $5 fine. Phone not on silent. On to the next one, B. Who you think? Who you think? Um, I mean, I I, I think that uh, I mean he he can make an argument, but like we, he's not the best point guard ever. And just and just like he said, you said talented like, in terms of talent. I mean, know? talented. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, fans want to. I mean, when when Kyrie is healthy and talent and like does his thing, fans want to come to see Kyrie Irving. You know, I okay. mean, um, and I mean. We, we have to think about in the finals a couple of years ago. He, he and LeBron, I mean, he hit the clutch shot on on I think Curry, right, or Clay Thompson. Yeah. I mean, so that that was back in the day. Um, but as far as talent, he he's right, but he's spot on. 
But as it turns out, ever, I mean, we got John Stockton, we got we got uh, other performers, we have uh, who else? We got, I mean, Steve Kerr, but he was Jordan though. Um, we got. You know, well, I think Steve, those guys are more like technical than anything, but Steve just talking, Nash. yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, Steve like, Nash. I mean, even he—he's he, one of the goats himself, you for know? sure. So, um, I mean, what do you think about that? And like, what do you think? The NBA has definitely had a lot of talented guards over the years. I mean, you've had Oscar, you've had Magic, you've had guys like Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. So many guys have come through this league that have been generational. Kyrie Irving's talent is definitely in the top 10, I would have to say, in terms okay. of basketball talent. Handles, passing, shooting, he's got a lot in his bag. And he's not even a bad defensive guard overall. I think he's a if – we're, if we're talking defensively, he's definitely in the uh, top 15 in terms of defensive point guards and starting I, – I should say starting defensive point guards. So I'd say he's definitely in the top 15 in that regard in current NBA stats. So – as a as a talent in terms of point guards, I definitely think he's in the top ten. I love Steph Curry more in terms of talent. I love Magic Johnson in terms of more of talent. I love. I, I have to say, I probably like a guy like Russell Westbrook a little bit more because he's had, he's, he's definitely more, a better defender and he's a, definitely a better driver, and that contributes more to more points and in turn more turnovers on on the defensive side of the ball. I I think. Kyrie's definitely in the age of newer point guards who have elevated the, the status of the point guard more than just the distributor. He's a, it's a pure score in, the, in every sense of the word. He, he's definitely brought a new energy now than Brooklyn Nets, even though they're not winning right now. He's definitely brought a, a new 20, 20, 22 point energy right now, averaging right now after first uh, after his first two starts. So I think Kyrie Irving overall has definitely got one of the best talents. Chauncey Bills is a great point guard in his own right. So he's definitely more inclined to evaluate talent more than we are. We're three schmucks on a podcast. He's played in the NBA. He's played against the elite talent. He knows what it takes to be a great point guard in the NBA. So I I, I do agree with Chauncey in the sense that Kyrie is one of the greatest talents ever played the point guard position. But no, I do not think he's the greatest point. Well, guard um, on me, I did I, I did put up the quote. Um, so Kyrie. So this is from uh, Chauncey. Uh, Kyrie just he's a wizard. Um, he said after the one. 14-108 loss to the uh, Nets. Uh, he, he's must-see TV, just, just like I said. I personally think, I personally think, as somebody that played the position, uh, I think Kyrie is the most skilled player that, that's ever played that position. Just straight skill, nothing else. Just straight skill. I think he's the best that has ever played the position skill-wise. His shot-making is incredible. He's better passing than people give him credit for. He's obviously a willing teammate. He's not just all about Kyrie. He passes the ball. He's a champion. He brings championship pedigree to the table. And um, I think he hit maybe the biggest shot that I just said uh, in the finals uh, um, in ever in NBA Finals that I've seen. So basically, like, um, I know you're, we're coming at uh, Maz, but, I mean, just like he said, like, you know, he when it comes to skill, I mean, obviously he has his off-court antics, but, you know, the politics, which is fine, um, you know. I I don't even care about none of that. Yeah, but I mean, that, that I mean, does not I, factor in the skill. I, I don't think way. I don't think he's he's like kind of half fifty fifty. Like he's not wrong, he's not right. Um, now I'm gonna tell you right now he's wrong, and I'm gonna tell you he's wrong right now because here's the thing. Here's why I agree with Chauncey Billup, and I might just be some schmuck on a podcast, but you know what? This is our platform. We here, and this is this is my time. You know, so let me tell you right now. Here's why I agree with them. 
Kyrie Irving as a wizard, absolutely nasty with the handles. You know, he'd be getting in and out of situations. Like, how did he just do that? You know what I'm saying? Kyrie Irving must see TV. Absolutely. Even in the off-court antics, we still talking about him, even if you don't like him. You know, on the court, he's an assassin at times. But he's not the deadliest assassin we've ever seen. He's not the, the deadliest player we've seen at the point guard position. And he's really good. But is he even – he's not even the, the most skilled point guard in the NBA right now. You know, I can name a couple of guys that just got more skill. Steph Curry has more skill. Steph's handles are underrated. All right, he's got a better I don't shot. Think underrated. I think he's they're perfect. No, underrated. I think I think people because we get so caught up in Kyrie's handles, we forget about Steph's at times. Because of CP3, we forget about Steph's handles at times. Steph plays good defense. I'd say Steph plays better defense than Kyrie Irving. All right, but even historically, you know, I think I think Dame Lillard, not historically, but for right now, guys that are in the league, I think Dame Lillard's a better point guard. Just more skilled. I think he puts up more points. He puts teams on his back. Here's the thing: I've never seen Kyrie be able to be the guy. He's got skill, but when it comes to being that magical guy, you know, you got to be able to do a little bit of everything. And I just think there's guys that have done just as much as Kyrie on the court. Where I'm left like, wow. But yeah, Kyrie probably got the best handles we've ever seen. You know, but I'm thinking about a guy like Allen Iverson, where it's like. Allen Iverson made my jaw drop more than Kyrie Irving. Dame Lillard has made my jaw drop more than Kyrie Irving. Same thing with Steph Curry. So those three alone, I think, just uh, put punctured holes in Chauncey's argument for him being the most skilled. I, I think he's up there. I think definitely top 10, maybe top five for most skilled. But I don't think he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, okay, now since you clarified, I mean, I think you have a, yeah, a fair argument. I think that, you know, but like I said, Chauncey Bucks, he's, he's wrong in the statement, and he's right. Like, skill-wise, you know, he's musty TV. Um, everyone want, I mean, everyone wants to see the big three. Kyrie, when he can play uh, at home. Kyrie, oh, what we need? Oh, it's allowed to. Kyrie, James Harden, and, and KD. I mean. It's musty so, TV, for sure. Musty TV, right? And um, I mean, even I mean this is show, definitely the best big three assemblance, mm-hmm. I'd say, since the Miami Heat of Wade Bosch. I think it's the best on paper. Wade Bosch and LeBron. Yeah, that's the best on paper. Best on paper big three. Since. Where it's like, I don't think we've ever wanted to see, damn, I wonder what they're going to do. You know, up until those times. I think that's a good point, but I don't know, fellas. But we'll see. Me and Chelsea so, are just gonna have to agree to disagree. All right, so, so moving on. So moving when on. Com- no, I just want to say one more question. Though. Like when that comment came out, did, did it like rub me the wrong way, kind of a little bit, or like? I was like, oh. I was like mm, I sat back, it, I thought about, it, I went, nah. It's just nah, a, it, it, I rattled those off right off the top of my dome. Like those are guys that I think that are more skilled. Here's the thing: what shooting is a skill, bro. Dame Lillard is cold yeah. as ice. Yeah, he is. He is. Steph Curry. Like, shooting's time, a skill. Shooting is a skill. And I, I think Dame and Steph are better shooters. I think Kyrie's got the best handles. But does Kyrie go to the hole better than Dame? I've seen Dame put guys on posters. I've never seen Kyrie put a guy on a poster. I'm talking about Duncan, you know. I've seen him hit some great layups down there. But I've seen Steph hit some circus layups, you mm. know. I've seen Dame... You know, get on top of somebody. So it, it's like, for me, 
there's a plethora of things. I, I also think Dame is just as good as a passer as Kyrie. I think Steph's a, the best passer. I think Steph's probably the most skilled out of all of them. But, you know, we like I said, we're just going to have to agree to disagree, my Here's man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just took the comments as an older player just recognizing the talent of a pl- current player in the NBA. And currently, we don't get much of that anymore. A lot of these old players are just so in their own minds and they're so – jealous that they can't play anymore that they just want to put down the younger generation and you know what i think it's wrong unless you're scotty pippen who's just yes. trying to put down michael jordan at every turn yeah I, yeah, I was like all these older players now just they have a thing about just putting down all these younger players and i think we need more of these older players to just say like yo this guy is one of the best i've ever seen because you know what when we have time to evaluate these players when we have to compare them to past generations we look to sometimes the past generation to evaluate guys who are currently playing and, and just say, in terms of what you've seen, what is that? Is, is this as good of what you've seen in the past? And I think we need more of these older players to sort of say, you know what? I agree. This player is better than this player. And you know, so on. So I mean, I, I, mean, I, think, it's, I think it's his game. recognizing game, man. There's, there's no exactly. say that then say it that way. Right, then you right. be conscious of your world. Don't sit there and be like, he's the greatest of all time. If you feel that way, that's on you, but I'm just, I'm just letting you know I'm disagreeing on that. So that's where Chauncey messed up. He didn't clear. I mean, well, he, Chauncey I mean, might he, actually think that he could honestly think that, and that's he's entitled to his opinion. Maybe he didn't mean to say it that way, but I'm taking it as that's what he said. So that's what he meant to say on that one, which is cool, Chauncey. That's fine. But I just named three players that would bust his ass. Mm-hmm. And there's many more too, though. You know, but yeah, those All right, players. So but yeah, moving on. Player, moving on. So Clay Thompson. The great Golden State Warriors shooting guard Man. returned on Sunday night to 17 points, three of eight from the three-point line. And he also, what what was his, uh, his regular shooting line? I think it was 33%. It 33%. wasn't great. It wasn't great shooting, but you know what? The man hasn't played in two years. I'll so tell you what right now. I'll tell you right now. I apologize to hijack this on you, but I was impressed, guys. The guy hasn't played in two years. Eight torn ACL, Achilles tear, and the Cleveland Cavaliers lineup of Laurie Marketing, um, Jared Allen, Mobley, and Mobley, and Evan Garland Mobley is Garland, absolutely Garland. insane. I mean, we are talking about towers down there, you know, and he went down, got that dunk in the lane with them trees around him. With the injury history that he has, I was like, okay, Clay might be having a bad shooting night later on in the game, but Clay's back. All right. He's just getting the rust off. He looked good. He missed some open shots, but he looked locked in and he said, I'm back, baby. Here's the thing a player who's missed two years is going to have rust. For sure. I mean, he, he, of course, he's been shooting around. It's not the same on his rehab. Yeah, but he hasn't played an actual NBA game with fans around, with defenders coming at him. In two years, since that NBA Finals Game 6. So, he had to sort of adjust. You know what? I think he did a pretty good job, and the Warriors continue to win. I mean, they were winning without him. So, he he can have this little period of sort of adjusting back to the game because the Warriors are still going to win regardless, whether he's not playing up to his expectations or not. So, let me ask you, Ant, were you a little disappointed? Were you surprised? Oh no! It was perfectly you- right on par. I I think I didn't think he was gonna shoot the the lights off the building. You know what I'm saying? I think I I knew he was sort of gonna be 
a little cold, but he was still going to be the Clay Thompson that we knew. He was going to do. I expect in the next coming weeks he's going to have an explosion. He's going to have a nice like little thirty-five point night within the next two weeks. Okay. Book DJ? it right now. Yeah, I was in my uh, I was in my basement with my brother watching it. Um, and you know, just the fact that you know being an athlete like Clay Thompson with that you know, with that stature, um, just him coming back from an ACL two career-ending injuries, basically, technically. Um, if you don't, which would have you know, been years ago. For which sure. would have been years ago, yeah. Um, so ACL and Achilles, like, once you tell Achilles, you, ne- you can never probably walk again. Um, so just the fact that – just the fact that, uh, you know, he's back on the court. I mean, I, I ain't going to lie. When he when he went for that layup and he landed, I was like, all right, play, relax, man, relax, man. Because that knee could have buckled, you know. Yeah, um, I saw but, it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm very very happy, man. Especially like, I mean, this could be a hot take. I, mean, I feel like the, like the Warriors are like the Patriots of of the NBA right now. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Are you because, talking about just like sustained dominance or just as a yeah, just like dominance, team? dominance? Because uh, oh. but, but like, yeah. hear me, hear me not out. Not as long, but, but yeah, yeah. Like, well, no, no, not as long, but like as as far as like you know, pe- people people who are fans of like Curry or not fans of Curry. Like they hate they they hate that he makes a lot of threes, but you have to love the guy for his greatness. You know what I'm saying? Or like Clay, Clay Thompson, you know. Um, but that being said, um, you know now we have the other stuff. I mean, the other splash brother back. Um, he, I mean, I kind of fell asleep during the uh, throughout the game, but I saw like you know a couple times he was he was missing a little bit. But you know, it's his first game back. I wasn't going to have thirty points, you know, twelve for fifteen from the, you know. So I mean, I'm watching him right now. They're playing the Grizzlies right now. He's looking pretty good. Um, but like, yeah, like as far as like dominance, like you know, like that seventy-three what in like six, just that one, yeah, seven three and nine. Um, you know, like players, like teams hate to play against Curry and Clay. Just Dude, like, it's greatness. It's, no, that, that's it's what I'm greatness, saying. you know. Like, and I get what you're saying with the just Patriots. Just like Tom Brady, you have to like you hate Tom Brady, but you love him what he for what he's done, you know. So just like Curry and Clay, like you hate how they make threes and freaking like dominate teams because it's not. I mean, it's not fair for the league. <laughs> but then again, yeah. No, it's fair. It's fair because everybody mean, passed up on Clay. You could have yeah, drafted him. You could have yeah. drafted Steph Curry. You, you know, but as far as like not to. But as far as like the players and dominance, yeah, that's where I could. You know, you could say it was a little unfair that KD went there back in the day, but like the fact, like Drake, make no mistakes about it. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green are homegrown talents. You know, so you can hate all you want on the Warriors, but they did it the right way. We never had a problem about them doing that. You know, when KD went there, that's a whole other thing that which we'll get into down the line. But I can understand if you hated on that at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. But to hate on these three. Draymond, Steph, and Clay. It's like the Warriors no. did what they were supposed to do. They're an organization who built a dynasty from the ground up, mm-hmm. you know, and I applaud them for it. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a Lakers fan, as we all know. I want to see the Warriors tear it up again because I want to see the comeback story with Clay. You know, I want I want to see Clay go for a 60-point night again. You know, because I th- I want I, at the end of the day, I'm I'm an NBA fan and I want to see the highest level. I don't want to just see like teams just walking all over each other. I want to see the best competition on the court and people getting after it. You know, yeah, but and, and it's crazy to think about because like uh, back in like what I think it was 2019. Think about what Clay has missed, man. When he was out, 
can think about it. I was in Virginia with my family watching the game, and it was no COVID, um, no bubble. Think about what he has missed. And I think about like the, the rosters, bro. The, the rosters, rosters were it's a completely Damian Lee wasn't the there. Yeah. 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 Dude, Paul George was still on the Thunder with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Do you know? Like really? last really? time Clay Thompson played. Last time Clay that's crazy. played. That is insane. But like the t- like times have changed. And like uh, I mean, me as wasn't Lonzo still on the Lakers too? I, I, I know Anthony, yeah, Anthony Davis was still on the Pelicans. Or he's on the Pelicans, yeah. I think. Or, no, no, no. Because okay. Davis was still on the Pelicans, dude. A lot has changed. Yeah. And just Lonzo's being, been to two different teams already. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. And me That's being insane. like an NBA fan, I'm very, very happy. Like it gave me it gave me goosebumps. Cause like to see what that man went through, the rehab, the rehab, yeah. to go through two life, I mean not, I mean career ending injuries. And just to be out there with his teammates, you know, get his name called out in the introductions, like, you know, it, it's, we're back to some good times. And listen, the man had 20 straight dribbles in, like, what? Uh, how many threes did he have? Like, like 15 straight threes off of 20 dribbles or something? Like, the, the first man, play, states, Steve Kerr said that he drew up the first play for Clay to pass, right? It was a play for somebody else. And Clay said not, nah. and he said I should have expected not. that, you know, because shoot it, shoot. Clay, listen, we I feel like we forget about Clay at times because Steph is so good, and then when KD went there, it's like we still forgot about Clay. But Clay is the definition of a three and D guy. He's the pinnacle of it when he was healthiest, you know. And and Clay's legitimately somebody I think that like you could talk about building a franchise around when he was at his healthiest, you know. He. He's a star, man, and he's kind of in like that that Robin role, the same way with Scottie Pippen. But I'll tell you right now, Clay Thompson by no means is in Steph Curry's shadow. Second greatest shooter of all time. Like, I'm sorry, Scottie was not playing at the level that Clay plays at times. And that's no knock against Scottie. It's just Clay's that good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think, I think Scottie – might have sustained the greatness a little more. So probably I probably got Scotty above Clay in terms of all time. But I think Clay has shown flashes that Scotty's never been able to show. And that's why to me, he might even be a second better option some days. I don't know. We're gonna have to have like a, a ranker one day. The the Robin uh, ranker. That's what yes. we'll do. The the Robin rank. Robin all the ranker. all the Robins that were in the NBA history, we rank them in the I think that's a good one right there. We gotta have yeah. the Robin ranker and I gotta go do my homework, but I don't know. Clay might be coming what after was that. Up? One. We'll have Clay. We'll have Scotty Kareem when he was on the Lakers. We'll do. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Like Sam Jones with the Celtics. Hey, Oscar Robertson when he played with um, Kareem. Like we have all those guys. Well, before we go on to our, ne- our next topic, um, uh, I guess a viewer had um, I caught the, a comment on YouTube, and this is pretty interesting. He said, a "Start bench or cut," and let me show y'all. Hit me with it. So start, bench, or cut. Giannis, Duncan, or Hakeem. That's a good one, fellas. Oh, boy, he got me. So let's do a roundtable, y'all. Real All right. Quick. Speed roundtable. Here, here I go. All right. Start, cut. Was it start, bench. cut, bench? Start, cut, bench. All right. Between those three, I'm starting Duncan. Just one of the greatest big men ever to play. I think he's better than Hakeem all time. I'd probably, I'd probably bench... Giannis and Kakeem. You're ball, yeah. That's disrespectful. Nah, I'm sorry. Hell. Nah, I, I, I totally think Giannis, disagree. when Giannis is all said and done, he's going to be a top five player all time. And I know you're, you're shaking your head, but 
Giannis I'm telling you right shown. now, Giannis ain't even the problem that I have with that. You don't like Tim Duncan? It's not that I don't like Tim Duncan. I'll get there. Joe, you want to go first or you want me to take this one? All right. That's right. that. that, that uh, let me, I'll just say, like, Duncan start, Giannis bench, cut a key. <sighs> Yeah. Shout out Ethan, man, on YouTube. Shout out Ethan for that. This yeah, that's is... a good one. That's a, I mean, I like. I oh just, I... man, man. Jay, you want to go? You want me to go? <sighs> See me. I'm a. I'm a. I'm. I'm a methodical man. I gotta think this out. So you go. All first. right, I'll take it, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Telling y'all right now. For me, I think Hakeem Olajuwon could go at a Jabbar. I think he could go at a Shaq. I'm not saying he's winning. But I think Hakeem is a top three center of all time. And while, yes, Duncan is up there in terms of power forward, some say he's the greatest power forward of all time. The difference is, I think Gian, like, I think Giannis has had worse teams than Duncan. I think Hakeem has had worse teams than Duncan. I mean, listen, Hakeem's out over there winning championship with Kenny the Jet Smith. And Kenny, you know, is awesome and all, but Kenny... Ain't no Mono Ginobili or, you know, he isn't a, a, a Tony Parker, a Kawhi Leonard, uh, a, an Admiral. You know what I'm saying? I think I think Duncan, and here's the reason. I think if I take KG and swap him with Duncan, I think I get the same results as I had with Duncan because I, I, I think he can be that player. You know, say what you want about KG being a hothead, bop, bop, bop. KG was a hothead up in Minnesota. Because he didn't have somebody like Popovich, the GOAT coach possibly, you know, he's up there in the debate with Phil Jackson for being the greatest coach of all time. I think if you give Giannis a Popovich, if you give Hakeem a Popovich or a KG a Popovich, I, I think it, they're all highly successful, especially with the team and the organization. The Spurs were a great run organization. So for me, if you had to ask if I had to do this, it would be start Hakeem, bench Giannis, and the big fundamental, no disrespect, is getting cut. All right, all right. We, that's where we differ. All right, Jay, you, you've had your time now. Man, man Ethan, um, uh, if you're still watching it, man, this is a good question. Um, So, okay. First of all, these are all great. And Giannis is still young, so they're all gonna be. They're, they're, they're all great. Hall of Famers. Um, We're all talking Hall of Famers. I think Giannis, when it's all said and done, is gonna be top five all time. <sighs> man, I have to, come on, I uh, man. Can I wrap my head for this one, man? This is a good one. Man. I'll give you it on the. I'm all agree. All right, so I'll have to start dunking because uh, I'll give him the edge because he had the great coach of all time uh, for that long tenure tenure of, of years. Um, so I'll start. I'll start dunking. I'll. I'll, I'll bench Hakeem, and then I'll have to cut Giannis. But I'm not knocking any talent off off Giannis. I'm just saying that, like, I mean, see, that's when it's hard because, like, I mean, because we all say that Giannis is, like, the modern-day Shaquille O'Neal because he can dunk. He can't really shoot free throws. Um, I mean, he he's shown that he he's could. He's dominant, but here's the thing. Well, he showed he can do it, but I he's not consistent. Here's where I might think about changing my that's answer. I'm still I'm sticking saying. with yeah, it. I'm still kind of like. Here's where I wouldn't because I it's think hard, Duncan. Man. It's hard. I think Duncan and Hakeem could play in any era. I think if I think Hakeem could pick up a three point shot, you know what I'm saying. I think Duncan would struggle a little bit today, but the defense. Wait, would you don't think Giannis could play in any era? 
I think he can. I just Gian- think that there. I he just would destroy that, anyone. Everywhere. I think that I. You think Giannis is destroying Shaq? You think Giannis is destroying I, I think he somebody? Has a chance. Shaq is too I, I think offense? he's not playing against guys speed that are, at Shaq, the rim. Shaq, Shaq is too Jack, I think you dunk him. I don't think a prime Shaquille O'Neal, Giannis can can dominate him, bro. I, that's why I might consider putting Tim Duncan over Giannis, but I just think because Giannis has done it with less help, because like, listen, the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship, you know, some things fell their way, but Chris Middleton is to me, in my eyes, he's, he's a three in terms of like star power. I don't think he's a true two. I think Drew Holiday is too inconsistent on offense. You know, so I, that's why I'm gonna give Giannis his flowers. Where I think he's working with less than the other two have had, and mm-hmm. I think Duncan has been in the best situation. But if we're just talking pure talent, I think Hakeem Olajuwon's the most talent out of the three of them. You know, I think Duncan is the big fundamental. He does all everything right, but I think when we're talking about like that that X factor, like you know, he's had some other X factors. You know, he had Manu, he had Tony Parker. You know. Kawhi Leonard I, at one time. Kawhi Leonard at one time. The Admiral too. Like I just think if you would have put the others in there, they'd be successful as well with it. So, and, and I don't think. Do y'all think if we gave Tim Duncan the Bucks that he's winning the championship? I don't think so. I think Hakeem could, you know, but I don't think Tim Duncan could win I, with the Bucks. I think if I had to say an NBA player nowadays. Like I could compare to Tim Duncan, I'd probably give him like a Jokic. Fair, I they're, get what def- you're saying they're by definitely that. very similar. But even Jokic is more skilled than Duncan, but Duncan's better. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. well, well. Tim Duncan is more of a old fashioned type, you know, center. That's what I'm saying. He, like, Just because you're Jokic more skilled, is more like Jokic is more skilled when it comes to like shooting and stretching the floor. Yeah. Duncan was more, you know, Duncan the could back down. Duncan could definitely shoot. He was not a great three point shooter. He had a midi. He was he was he okay. He had a midi, but like but he, he was he's but he not wasn't gonna, like, terrible. He wasn't no, terrible. He wasn't terrible. But like Joker, the Joker is known today as being like you know the the versatile paint beast man, the one who can. But here's the thing, right? Just because you're more skilled does not mean you're a better player. Because right. you take a right. guy like you take a guy like Fred Van Vliet is more skilled. Than a lot of guys. I think Fred Van Vliet is more he's skilled very, than he's Giannis. Very, he's he's very not a better player yeah. than Giannis. Yeah. You know, yeah. Giannis got the die, got the the drive and the dunk and the power. Yeah. But and Fred Van Vliet can do more on a court, but Giannis is a much better player than Fred Van Vliet. You know, so like that's for me. Like you know, it it it. it it's but we had. I mean, I mean, I don't know because I mean, I might. I mean, maybe in a day or two, I might. Change my mind about the about the order because yeah, this is definitely a tough one. Ethan. Now, now I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, Hakeem's my number one. That's now, locked in. Now, I'm but the other two I could make arguments for. But I, mean, I love Hakeem. Don't get me wrong, now, but I I just don't think he's better than those top two. I mean, no, now that I'm know, thinking, dude. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, Giannis. I mean, like other than LeBron, I mean, Giannis. What he did last year in the finals, he cared for what that team had. He had um, Drew Holiday. He had. Um, uh, Brooke Lopez, Chris Milton, Bobby but like Portis, still, like, like he, dude, that is not a great he, team. He, I'm sorry, I'm saying we had to give him his flowers for carrying the team. That's you know what I'm saying. saying. And so, so, listen, that's why injuries I always happened. I don't even think that team would have got to pass the healthy Brooklyn Nets. To be honest with you, you know, yeah. but don't but that's it the thing. It, it's it, everybody's gonna differ from what they've witnessed from what they experienced. Bah bah bah. But I'm telling you right now, I, I think I could put 
Giannis and Hakeem into those situations. Just like I said about KG, I could put them into that Spurs situation and be successful. I, mean, I don't think... I mean, I feel like... I mean, I know Ethan selected the, the three the three centers down to like three centers, but there's more. There's like Dirk and the Whiskey. I mean, we can put them there with like that... That's, I don't think, like I don't think Dirk... For sure. I, I think Dirk would be different because he's not as mm-hmm. defensively as these three guys. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I absolutely love the lineup that he went with because yeah. they're all the same similar guy, just different body builds, you know? We're like, it's great. So, you know, Ed, that's a good one. Shout yeah. out, Ed. We're coming with a new five. Yeah, new yeah, five. yeah. I have a new five for Maz. Ba, 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 baby. You know what it is. says ba, ba, ba. But yo, um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I love this. I love the question because they're similar guys, and they it, it's like a similar build for two K, just putting it with different weights, different wingspans, and stuff, and, and picking different, uh, slightly different skill sets. I think they're all very similar. But for me, I, I think Hakeem is definitely the most skilled. I, I think, like I said, if you were to take them and plug them onto their teams, right? Put Duncan on the Rockets. Does he win the two? I don't know. I think Hakeem wins multiple championships down in Here's San the thing, Antonio. Though. Here's the thing, though. Hakeem only no. won those championships because Mike wasn't there. Okay, but but Tim was but Tim wasn't winning championships when Mike was in he his was, prime. He was winning championships with Kobe there. He had competition. Yeah, but he, he was but winning the years. He had more help than Kobe some years after Shaq left. Was he winning when Shaq and Kobe were together? You know, like. Yeah, he won. Know, and what was it? Oh, oh five. Oh no, no. Shaq and Kobe weren't Not, together. Was it ninety nine? Didn't he win in ninety nine? I think so. I yeah, think Kobe just got drafted that year, though, so he wasn't really play like seventeen year old too. coming off the thing. So it's debatable. But hey, listen, you look at the the uh, the year that they played Cleveland. Tony Parker's the Finals MVP because the Cleveland Cavaliers point guard at the time, whose name is slipping me. That was the weakest link on the team, so they attacked it with Tony Parker. You Mo know, Williams might have been. I yeah, dude, yeah. It, it's probably probably Mo Williams. Shout out Mo Williams, but you know, I just think that that's it. we're talking about a lot of talent, dude. Manu, yeah, and, and Parker. Right. Let's that's to, it, man. Uh, that was yeah, a good one. Shout out on Ethan. Shout good out job, Ethan. Ethan. All right, so next story: the NBA, the first. uh rosters for the NBA All-Star fan voting just got released on I wish sorry. you can I wish you can like pull it up man today was uh it got released on Thursday last Thursday and uh I got a I problem say, with it was it. very yeah it was it was not a great list you fans man come on the like, bias I, I, is ridiculous man it, it, it's how the hell I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read off the list right here so for the oh. Western Conference the front court right now at the top 10 front court votes LeBron Jokic, PG, Wiggins, Draymond, Anthony Davis, Cat, Carmelo, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton. So for the Western Conference guards, Curry, Luka, Ja, Clay Thompson, which uh, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Edwards. On the Eastern Conference, the front court, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Jared Allen, Bam Adebayo, Miles Bridges, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nikola Vucevic. And then for the Eastern Conference guards, DeMar DeRozan, James Harden, Trey Young, Zach Levine, LaMelo Ball, Kyrie, 
Derrick Rose, Tyler Harrow, Darius Garland, and Fred VanVleet. Where the freaking uh, with my boy from the end of the pace because I'm Sabonis, man. Not there because we need yeah. uh, Miles. But Bridges yo, here's the thing, right? I don't hate the list. I hate. I think I hate three names. Do you say Carmelo Anthony was on that list? Carmelo Anthony, yes. Dude, I love Melo. Melo's he, a legend. He's a great role player this year, Mello, but Melo's a Hall of Famer. Melo's a Hall of Famer. You know, great candidate for Sixth Man of the Year. I don't know if he's gonna get it, but he's a candidate. You know, you got to talk about. But Melo, I don't think Melo should be on the list. I'll tell you right now, I love Clay and Kyrie's dope to watch, but. If you did not play a majority of the season, I don't even want to hear your name considered. You guys you didn't, didn't play over five games. That came <laughs> out. That came out. Kyrie had one game in the books with 22 points, which is great, but it was only one game. Clay hadn't even made an appearance yet. So, you know, how the hell are you making a guy an all-star who hasn't even played a game a season? That just goes to show that the fan voting is flawed. Also, Obviously, it's a popularity contest, and we're not voting for the best player. We're voting for our favorite players at Also, Derrick Rose. Come, Come on, on, man. We isn't love Derrick Rose here. Well, isn't he hurt, though? Yeah, and he got hurt like three weeks ago. <laughs> Come on, man. Like th- These are players that haven't played a majority of the season, and when they have played, they haven't really been too spectacular. So why do they have to get an all-star? Because sometimes players' contracts – are decided over all-star appearances. They have, like, clauses in there. Say they make an all-star yeah. team. They get an extra 200 k That's just stealing money from players who rightfully deserve spots in the all-star game where by just voting see- for players that you already know or you like. Where did you see that list? I'm trying to look for it. I'm- it's on the Bleacher Report Instagram. Uh, it's, you got to scroll a little bit of the way down, but... Uh, so that's, that's what I'm reading off of. But, like... I mean, you got players like DeMar DeRozan who's lead the guards in the Eastern Conference, which rightfully deserve. We love DeMar Absolutely. DeRozan. Absolutely. Fantastic. He's having a, one of the greatest seasons of his career right now. One of the best comebacks you've seen. Yeah, he's, he's going to be comeback player. Did anybody think DeMar DeRozan was going to come out like this? I didn't. I, I didn't. Mean, I'm going to tell you right now. He just needs the right environment. I mean, back in Toronto, he was killing. I mean, San Antonio, I just don't think the scheme fit him that well. They didn't give him the freedom that he needed. Yeah. The scheme you know? didn't work well for him, so he's now in a system where he's also got help with Lonzo. He's got guys around him that can, you know, score and play defense, like Alex Caruso on the defensive side of the ball. He's got the players around him, and now he's – like, when he was in Toronto, he had the players around him. He was balling out every night. Now he's got the players around him in Chicago again, and he's balling out every night. So, DeMar DeRozan, he definitely deserves to be the highest-voted point guard or guard right now in the Eastern Conference. I mean, going on the Western Conference, like Steph Curry as well. He deserves to be the number one rated guard right now in the Western Covers. He's been struggling a little bit last few games, but other than that, man, he has been the best guard in basketball this season, bar none. I, I think he definitely deserves it. Luca, John Morant's had his breakout season. Devin Booker definitely deserves his flowers as well. Chris Paul's leading that Suns team as well. Donovan Mitchell's having a great season. Damian Lillard is having a little bit of a down year, but he's playing well. Russell, Russell Westbrook. Russell, why is Russell Westbrook number nine right now in guards in the Western Conference? I mean, I guess there's not that many great guards in the Western Conference, but like Russell Westbrook. Listen, I love Russ, but listen, I I can't think of nobody off the dome right now that I think that should be replacing them in terms of guard play in the West. Um, but I'll tell you right now, I'm going back to that mellow. It, you didn't I, correct me if I'm right. Brandon Ingram was not on that list, right? No. Brandon Ingram mm-hmm. should should definitely be an all star, and this is what's taken away from him. Hopefully, the other forms of voting will get him in. It's not just fan vote, right? Like there's 
We still do like the. I thought coaches. I got. I thought coaches were involved too. I think media votes on it too. I think there's definitely like three or four things. Like NFL Pro Bowl is strictly fan voting. NBA All Star game is too. That's NBA All Star game is like fan vote. Fan vote makes up majority of it. I think it's like fifty percent of it is the fan vote, and then the other fifty percent is like between the players and the. Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I think the fans shouldn't have that much power. Yeah, I don't think you so. You know, remember the year that the entire country of Georgia voted for Zaza Pachulia and he was an uh, an All Star man as a reserve. That was insane. Like the All Star, as you said, bro. If you make an All Star, like it can get you more money. Like you're literally taking money out of these guys' hands. It's like, oh, they're millionaires. Bop bop. Like ah. Uh, Find me. Go fine, ahead. Find fine. me with it. Find me with it. I want the fine. The first dollar fine. First dollar fine, fine for Brandon. Mads Murata. Damn, that's a tragedy. I knew it was going to be me too. So one dollar in the bank. But here's the thing. Man. Shout out the charity that's getting it. All right. I'm contributing the first dollar to it. You know. But anyway, you're taking these guys' livelihoods. I had to stop myself again. You almost got me for two dollars. Not today. No <laughs> more blah, blah, blah. You know, but I'm you look in, at it. I'm not even catching that, man. And <laughs> yeah, we got we got com, uh, who, who, commissioner wait, yeah, commissioner Cafone over here, bro. Jenny, you're the one who's uh keeping track of the dollars right now. So put one dollar down. No, 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 and and you're the commissioner, bro. You're what? the Roger, you're the Roger Goodell no, of the podcast. Uh, the no fun. This is the no fun zone with Anthony Cafone, bro. I don't got paper on me, so now that's that's Anthony Cafone right there. Let me grab a notebook real quick. I mean, do I have any fines or I don't have any fines, right? Or I'm good. I'm good. You're good right, right now, yo, but the next time we hit you with it. Same as what you said. So is it a, is it a dollar fine or if we just keeping it right there or like? It's a dollar fine for Maz. All right, dollar fine for Maz. Let's get it. But as I was saying, yeah, these guys are here to make the most of their opportunities. You know, give them their flowers. Stop just voting for your favorite player. Vote for who deserves it. Brandon Ingram deserves it. I can't stand Brandon Ingram, and I'll tell you why. He couldn't be consistent on the Lakers. You know, he gets out of the big market, goes down to New Orleans, and he's been killing it. He's been consistent down there, and he deserves the flowers. So he's not my favorite guy because he couldn't make it work for the gold and purple, you know. But he goes down there, he's doing work, absolutely deserves the flowers. He's somebody I think that needs to be considered. Was Jalen Brown on that list in the East? No. Jalen Brown's another guy I think needs like, to be considered. Yeah. Bradley Beal? Uh, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, I just heard a guy uh, putting the cover protocols again. So. Well, come on, man. These are yeah. ballers that have been killing it. And you can't take I'm nothing. Surprised, uh, Anthony think, Edwards, anybody? Yeah, yeah I think Anthony was on he was that. that. He was on it? All right. And Lamelo, Lamelo Ball was on it? Lamelo's five. The five in the East. Okay. What about what? Zoe? No, no Zoe. No Zoe? Debatable. Well, what about uh, Zach Levine? Zach Levine. He was the fourth ranked guard in the East. Okay, okay. I'm surprised. I'm can't have everybody on the team. So the is Bulls got. Is De'Aaron Fox on that list? Uh, I don't think so either. No. He should be on there. It's Sacramento be bias. It's the Sacramento bias. He he should absolutely be over Russ. I'm sorry. The kid's yeah. killing it. You know. So this is this is the problem with everybody, man. You just keep voting for your same favorite guy. They don't deserve it, man. Deserve get let these guys get they could get to that next level. And then it's like, yo, there's gonna be a little more diversity in the league because these guys get the bigger contracts, and then it's more evenly spaced out. Where if we keep on giving Melo the all-star designation, 
you know, that means that another guy didn't get it. He's keeping that same lower contract, and the team that you don't want to be a super team still staying a super team instead of having to break it up and space it out and getting a little more transparency in the league. Idiots. Like, correct me, like, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, the contracts, I guess, towards the end of the year, they had, like, what, first-team All-Star, second-team All-Star? That's, is that where they get their contracts, like, towards the end of the year? When they get their, like, first-team All-Star or whatever, you know, they I think put them in that you, category? I think if you're just an All-Star, there's a minimum – that they have to pay you. Like an you know, if you're if you're if you make an all-star team like a first team uh yeah, first like, team all-star on, like on the all-star like or just just as an all-star like there's a certain amount of money that you are that you have a market value for you know that teams kind of have to pay you did they go back to, to the traditional east and west because I know last year didn't they do like the mixture of both like they have like I LeBron. think they, they have the to draft. be repres they have to be represented mm. so it's a, a certain number from the, the east and the west, have yeah, to be res- re- have to be represented. So LeBron However, and KD LeBron be could draft the entire west. The LeBron's entire- going to be the captain no matter you what. So it would be like the people who are voted in. It would be like a pool, right? Like, kind of like a pool, and LeBron will pick whatever whoever. No, it's the top two vote getters. Yeah, top two. Oh, it's probably be LeBron. Yeah, I'm telling it's you right now, the Curry, captains. Probably. I'm telling you right now, the captains should be whoever's the top two guys in the Kia ladder race for MVP. Should be the captains. That's how that should right be. Right now, it's like KD and uh, I think it's Giannis. Giannis and KD. Yeah, I think it's Giannis and KD. That's who should. That's how it should be done. The week of the game, whatever the Kia ladder is for the MVP, that's who should be the captain. Do they or have 50. any like other all star of the all star events like three point contest contestants and like dunk contest contestants? I haven't heard okay. anything about that. I don't know if that's been released yet. Mm. All right, so moving on. Since of that. Surprise team of the year for the NBA. We're almost halfway through. We're coming up to the All-Star break. We've had some teams that have definitely plummeted, which we've talked about numerous times on this show because of our two Laker fans here. Shout it. Who are the, who's the most surprising team in your mind? It could be a good team or a bad team. No Lakers. Listen, we're all surprised about the Lakers, so we don't have to get into that. Uh, for me, um, I hate to be negative here. But I really thought the Knicks were going to be better. I, I thought the additions of Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier were going to be game changers for them because I felt all that team was really missing was just bucket getters. And I know that they can be streaky at times, but I still expected the Knicks to still have that pedigree, playing that hard-nosed defense, getting after it. And Kemba's, you know, showing some signs of life. And Fournier had that 40-point game. But I just – where they're sitting right now, I thought – they would have at least been a fourth seed and gotten better. So, to me, they've been the disappointment. The bright spot, if it's anybody on your list, I guess Cleveland could be. But for me, the Bulls have just been immaculate, yo. That's fun basketball right there. And it's just working. They got three guys that are just flying up and down the court. And DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo, and Zach Levine. And they're playing some great basketball. And then you're kicking it down to Vucevic. It's it's fun brand up in Chicago, man. If I had to pick a team right now, most surprising team in basketball, I'm picking the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. But this team came out of nowhere. They had the second overall pick a few years ago, and they had John Morant. And John Morant has quickly become one of the great players in our game in only his third season. He's averaging 24.7 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, 6.7 assists, almost a steal and a half a game. 
He's definitely become the brightest. But did you, and then also, did you see that block the other night on LeBron? Holy oh my, my god! Goodness, yo, he flew. Ja has been. You saw him in person, Mass. I saw Ja in por- person. So anybody that might have saw me there, I was, I was, uh, I was going to the Brooklyn Nets game. I wasn't supposed to go. Quick little story time, you know. My boy Eli hit me up. Shout out E. He was like, "Yo, Maz, we got an extra ticket to the next game. Why don't you come on down? Don't worry about it." I was like, "My brother, I'll pay for parking. You pay for the gas. Let's do this." We go down to the game, and obviously, I gotta wear some uh, some gear, right? I got no Brooklyn Nets gear. I was at the Brooklyn's game, but no, we ain't repping Brooklyn. <laughs> I just so happen to have a Mike Bibby jersey laying around that my wonderful brother-in-law Dan Devron got me. Shout out Dan Devron. Uh, the old school Vancouver ones fly, and I got y'all have seen the hat. I got the Vancouver Grizzlies hat because it's the best logo in NBA history, in my opinion. I love that logo, you know. So I was decked out. I'm watching John Morant and KD fully healthy on the court, James Harden fully healthy on the court, and at with both of those two former Hall of Famers, John Morant was hands down the best player. On the court wasn't even close. KD put up 26 that night. It was the worst 26 points I've ever seen in my life. Shot like 33%. Just could not get it going. Sad to see. But John Morant had a breakaway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm standing up in the nosebleeds with everybody, right? We in the cheap seats. I pay for it, so I ain't complaining. But I'm telling y'all, when he went back, cocked that, cocked it back, threw it down. I, I don't even know who, who he threw it down on. The entire stadium, Brooklyn Nets fans were on their feet. Like, oh, it was amazing. Kid put up like 37 points. Would have got 40. He didn't even play most of the fourth quarter and like half of the third quarter because they were up a crate like 28 at one point. And then shout out Brooklyn Nets bench. They fall back in against the Grizzly subs, cut it down to 10. And then John and uh, Steven Adams came back in to do some work. John Morant is the, I'm going to say it right now, I love Zion too. John Morant's. The best player out of that draft class. Zion's got to get Best ability is availability. Yeah. You know, Ja is becoming one of my favorite players, man. He's must-see. You want to talk about must-see TV? Ja Morant is must-see TV. So, yeah, back to the back to the, the Grizzlies, though. Like, they got guys like Dylan Brooks, who's averaging 18.4 points per game. You got guys like Desmond Bain, 17.7 points per game. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's averaging close to 16.4 points per game. All of these guys I just said, under the age of 25. Dude, Desmond Bain killed it that night too. He put up more points than James Harden, I think. I think he had like a, I think he had like a 28-point game. He didn't miss. He went like seven or eight from three Desmond that Bain, game. Dylan Brooks, Killing and it. Jaron Jackson Jr., all under the age of 25, and For they're sure. all putting up over 16 points per game. This Grizzlies team is young. They're the number four seed in the, in the West right now, a, a really hard West right now. And you know what? Give them – Another year or so, man. They gotta bring another big time free agent. I could definitely see this Grizzlies team forming something big. For sure. You know, it's they're gonna they're a small market team, so it's hard to get like some names there. But if Ja keeps playing at that level, people are gonna want to play with him. Dude, he has the he reminds me of a young Russell Westbrook back when Russell was on uh OKC. But I, I don't want to say it's more exciting. There's just something about him where it's like I, I like Russ closing games has always been a little, you know, tight. I, like this kid is just the it's a dog mentality. When he says he's not afraid of anybody, I believe him. You know, I, I believe John Morant would go 
full-fledged at Giannis at the rim and given the chance. And he might get the dunk because he's a super athletic freak. He's All right. awesome. All right, so love Jay. Him. Jay, yeah. what was your most surprising team so, so far? I got, so, so I got two teams, one from the East, one from the West. Um, my shocker is, is the Suns because they think about it. I mean, I thought they were going to have that – that um that finals you know hangover where you know they lost to the Bucks um had a couple of distractions throughout the year like that's kind of been under wraps um with this whole like owner situation but I mean listen I'm looking down I'm looking down a line I mean Booker's average averaging 32 points uh 32.8 points per game uh Aiden's averaging 30 30.8 I mean I'm sorry I'm sorry Booker's averaging 23 points I'm, I'm looking at the minutes 23 point points per game. Aiden's averaging 16.8 on um, Chris Paul's discount assist. Um but I didn't like I didn't expect them to be like you know neck and neck with the Warriors man because I thought the Warriors were gonna like run with it. Um but looking at the standings I mean the Suns are like right up there with the uh I think they are uh the Suns are 31 and nine and um the Warriors are 30 and nine so I mean I didn't expect them to be like up there, uh, but I know Booker, Chris Paul, you know, eight, and they got a young, kind of like an old young, a young core. So that's my West team, and then I'm gonna go with Maz. Uh, like you said, the Bulls, man. Like, who would have known? Like, I mean, the Nets are still up there. I mean, they're 25 and 14, but um, like, who would have known? Like the Bulls, man. Like post Jordan era, you know, we got DeRozan hitting game winners. Um, I think he had two straight game winners in a row, like back to back. One, one against I forget what team, but then I he he's the first him. person to ever do it on back to back days in yeah. NBA history. That's crazy. Think about though. And That's like, I mean, insane. Think about all it, the got, years of the NBA, no one's hit a game winner back to back. DeMar DeRozan, he's. I mean, it, bro. And, yeah, and plus they got some like underrated players. They got you know uh, they got Caruso still. They got you know Vucevic. They got you know these players that are not talked about because you know you got. Uh, Lonzo Ball there, you got Levine there, but they got some some good stars, man. But I didn't really see them being like the number one in the East because I thought it was gonna be like either Miami, the Nets, Milwaukee up there, reigning champions. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, but I'm the Suns and the uh, and uh, the Bulls, man, were really like, yo, I gotta tell y'all, speaking of which, Jay just you know reminded me of it. I think the number one most surprising team. For me, I completely forgot all about it. I don't know how because they're the best team in the West. We did not think the Warriors would be doing this kind of work without a Clay Thompson, without a KD. They are insane right now. Steve Kerr gets a lot of hate because a lot of times people are like, oh, Steve Kerr is only doing it because he got Clay, he got Steph, KD, you know, but what did he have this year outside of Steph? He had Draymond Green. Draymond's a great. Uh, guy to have on the team, but he's not putting up no flashy numbers. Draymond ain't putting up no 30 at night. They got Juan Toscano, Anderson, Damian Lee, Jordan Poole, and they are killing it. I and think plus, the Warriors are the most And plus they have their center come back. I'll watch them coming back too. So, I mean, that's gonna he's be not even piece. there. That's what I'm talking about. And they're the yeah. number one – I'm sorry, the number two team in the West, right? They've been killing it. They were leading – Oh, he's talking about Gary, uh, Gary Payton. The second Gary Payton, the second. Good Tuesday. defender. Absolutely killing it, you know. They're making the Kamanga, most of it. Kamanga, like off the bench. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, it just proves like 
like what I've been saying um, to my friends and my and my and my family that like you know the Warriors don't didn't need KD man because they can do it without one. They of the didn't need KD. How how could you so, sit there and say that they, they were seventy three nine the year before he came? Before that's what I'm saying. That's there. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So let point. me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think it's more important to go after players that fit or star power? Because Brooklyn and and, and Golden State are two completely different teams of how they're built right now. You know, when they didn't have Clay and they were still having the success. If I mean, you're I, running it, are y'all thing, looking for star power? Or are y'all looking for you need for depth? Things okay. Depth wins championships. The more players that you have that can go into double digit scoring. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to win you a championship. You can have the players like KD, Harden, or Kyrie Irving, who can all average close to 20, 21 points per game. But when you're not getting production out of anyone else on the team, mm-hmm. it's going to falter. Okay. Because eventually you're going to go up against a team like the Golden State Warriors, who have four or five really good scoring options, and you're not going to be able to match what they're putting up. So I, I, I think, Maz, that you need to build a team a full complete team and not just go out and get two or three big stars and then put a bunch of scrubs on the rest of the team. That's I mean, I think, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a little mixture of both. You need that, like you need depth because like, you know, like we saw a couple years ago, um, the Warriors had, had the best, probably the best depth in the league uh, off the bench. I um, mean, you know, and that's how they, just like Ann said, that's how they won championships. I think a little bit of both, a little bit of firepower, um, a little bit, but I know with the salary cap in, in the cap room, you can't, you know, make a huge, huge super team because that, you know, with the whole bargaining agreement and stuff, so you can't really, like, you know, make a freaking 99 or 90 Bulls era team, you know, anymore. Um, but I think a, a, a little bit of both. Like, it's James Harden S player and maybe another star player and maybe some bench depth because I know, like, when those players get tired, they need someone to come off the bench and, you know, help them. Like, a, I call it an A team and a B team. The A team is starting, starting five. The B team is like this is a bench. Hey, so I think way, it's a little bit of both. Your final from uh, Memphis. Memphis one sixteen. Gold yeah, State one oh eight. I was I'm looking at it. Dude, I mean, Memphis is a problem. I'm telling but you, baby. I think, I'm telling you, baby. After, as we're talking, Morant's going. I mean, John Morant's going off, man. Yo, here's the thing. Speaking. Ten game. I, I think Jay. Game. I think Jay makes a solid point here because if you look at that '90s Bull team, right? Before KD gets to the Warriors, they're they're similar in how like they're built. You got your two stars. Two stars. When yeah. when Dennis Rodman came there, Draymond Green got that role, and then it's just depth. You know, it's not like it's not looking like the Brooklyn Nets where they just went, hey, we're just going for star power. And whatever we get, we get. We're just getting big names here. You look at the Lakers right now. We went for big names. We didn't go for for the right depth. You know. I mean, I guess you could have a Trevor Reza. Well, like what the like what the whole shooter, but it's just not working out. But mm-hmm. anyway, you know, I, I think I think you gotta at this point in the game, you gotta lock in two stars, mm-hmm. and then instead of going for that third big name, I think you gotta build up the uh, that, the depth and the trenches of the team. All right. Yeah, yeah, like good. like yeah, like as I mentioned with the whole bargain, like with the whole salary cap, but that, that that's why you see LeBron or KD making like a one plus one deal so they can take the pay cuts to add more depth, you know? Because like you know, I mean, I, I mean, I think LeBron had like a four what four year deal or something like that. You know, like yeah, three, four years now. But now we're seeing like you know, like the one in one deals. The uh, you know, so like they're short. Look at KD. KD took the one year deal so they could you know add more pieces to it. But. It is what it is. I think that's the way to do it. Two stars in the depth. And, All right. So moving on, we're going to start going to football. Our NBA hour is up.
So to start, first headline in the football news. Hold uh, up, hold up. And let me put the title on there. Oh, boy. AB is A out of his mind, bro. What is happening right now outside Tampa Bay? So we saw – so we saw – Last Sunday at MetLife Stadium in in New York, in uh, East Rutherford, I was there. Maz was I in the watched building. it happen live. He was the security guard working the night shift. Uh, we were we were very close, but dude, just a, a weird sequence of events. He was talking about his ankle afterwards, saying that Bruce Arians was making him play on a bum ankle. Then he was saying Tom Brady is. Not a friend because he just wants him to win football games, even though Tom Brady gave him a place to stay. I mean, this guy has is just going from one situation to the other this last few weeks. Dude. And you know what? I think this may be it for him in the NFL. I think you might be right. Yo, I'm I'm at East Rutherford, right? Uh-huh. I'm up in the 200 section in the club. I don't know how I ended up there that day. Somebody called out. I got lucky, right? I'm chilling. You look across the field. I didn't see him take off the pads and stuff. I thought you see someone jump into the end zone. I thought a fan jumped down onto the field. I was like, look at this schmuck. It's Antonio Brown <laughs> doing playing to the crowd, doing jumping jacks on his way out the building. I'm like, I turn to the guest services man, uh, guy whose name is a slip of me. Great guy, though. Um, We were talking to him, and he's like, was that AB? And I'm like, yeah, man, that was AB. That's crazy. What the hell is going on? I didn't, I didn't know if he got injured, but I was like, nah, couldn't have got injured. He's doing jumping jacks. And then you see everything that came out where talking with Mike Evans, ripping off the shoulder pads, Bruce Arians saying we ain't even talking about him, told him to go in twice. And now there's there's nine different stories coming out of the place. We know Bruce Arians tends to make guys play with injuries. You know, he's definitely got that old school mindset. But then AB turns around and takes shots at the GOAT? The GOAT who saved your career twice? Are you kidding me? Come on. The GOAT who turned to Bill Belichick and said, get me AB off the Raiders because I know he's looking like a headache, but we could use him right now. The GOAT who left New England, stood by AB after that whole situation happened and said, no, this guy still has value. He's one of the best receivers in the game, and we could use him down here. Let's give him another shot. Hey, AB, you ain't got a place to stay right now while while you're coming up to Tampa. Hey, you can stay. I'm I'm sorry. Did he give him a place to stay in New England or Tampa? I think it was New England. Um, It might have been right when he signed at Tampa. I think it was Tampa, right? Yeah. Gives him him a place to stay while he's at Tampa. Dude, say what you want. The guy was only your friend because, you know, you made him look good. You know, he he made you look good. Dude, I don't care who you are, how good you make me look. You ain't staying at my house if we ain't chill, if I don't trust you. You kidding me? Get out of here, man. A.B. needs some serious help, man. He I, I don't know who he got around him in his ear, but... He just he needs to start making some better decisions, and maybe he doesn't need to make better decisions. Multi-millionaire, he's had a solid career. He's one of the most talented wide receivers we've ever seen. But oh man, he ain't worth the drama. It's just been a headache after headache, and the guy is just a locker room cancer. And it's it's on him at this point. I I, I understood when he was at the Raiders. You know, it was it was a tactic to get off of there. He never wanted to leave. 
New England, but off field antics and acquisitions and whatever happened, happened, you know. But then you go down, you got the perfect setup in Tampa to win an, another Super Bowl. And then you're just losing it. Like, dude, go in and just do your job. You refuse to go in. Okay, you're injured. Then be injured. You know what I mean? What are you walking out on the team for? Like, go talk to the team doctor that's on the sideline. Like, you know, you could if your if your ankle was that bad, you could have went down in the game. You know, you were looking fine when you were playing. Somebody puts out that he had to hit certain incentives to get some bonuses. Well, if you're mad about not getting those bonuses, you just lost your entire game checks that for the remaining of the season because you walked out on the team. I don't understand. And a chance at another Super Bowl too. I don't understand it, dude. Like, so everything that's just coming out, it just nothing makes sense. He's mad about not getting the incentives, but he just forfeited the rest of the checks. He he just forfeited the potential Super Bowl run. I don't understand it, man. It's all BS, and this, it's it's on him at this point, man. Whatever it is, whether whether Bruce Arians made him play injured or not, there was a better way to handle it. Listen, let me go, uh, uh, go through the rundown with y'all. So Sunday, I was watching, of course, my Ravens and Steelers game. Then all of a sudden, I turn on to the Ravens or the Jets and Buccaneers game. Then all of a sudden, I see, uh, like, well, at first from the TV stand, I thought it was a fan too. Like, I thought, you know, where is the security at? You know, why are they chasing, why are they chasing this this man? And, but then again, it was AB. Um, I didn't see the whole like antics. I was, I was watching. I was on um, the other the other channel, but it's just like first it was with the vaccination situation with the whole you know his his personal chef caught caught him out because uh, oh like with that story, and then now now this and I think when it comes to baseball terms, I think that was I don't know if that was his first or second strike, but. Definitely, this past week was his last strike. Um, I don't see. I mean, obviously, he's a good, talented player, good, or good receiver. He's a top ten receiver. Talent yeah, of course, time. of course. But do you do you mean first strike as per this season or first strike in the career? I think career, career wise. No, I think the first strike was the. I think the I, I think what he did in Pittsburgh was yeah, smart. Pitt, yeah. I think what he did in Las Vegas didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe childish. Yeah, but smart. But what the I'm New saying, England situation was strike one. But what I'm saying is, like, when it comes to like with when you when you and both uh, when you and Ant attested to like, I don't see Antonio. I mean, I like I like the guy. I like him as a player. You know, he you know talent receiver. But I don't locker room wise. You know, he's he's very you know he's very like childish man. Um, first with yeah. the whole you know you know he needs to grow up, and then then he comes onto a podcast. And talked about his boy Tom Brady. You know, talk about his teammates. And first of all, we got Tom had Godwin, or I'm uh, sorry if I Godwin Godwin got hurt. Mike Brown, I mean, I'm sorry, Mike Mike Evans, Mike got Evans, hurt. and everyone for that too. And, yeah, and everyone was saying how with those two two key receivers out, AB was the guy, right? Yep. So now, so now, who's our guy? So Godwin's out for the year, possibly, uh, probably indefinitely. Mike Evans is still dealing with a hamstring injury. So who are Tom Brady's weapons now? But well, here's the problem. Hold on. When he had Godwin, Mike Evans there, mm-hmm. they weren't even his favorite targets. It was AB. We always talk about we always talk about Gronkowski being the safety Gronkowski. blanket. AB became a safety blanket. AB was complaining about the target share. Dude was getting thirty percent of the targets when he was playing. In fantasy, 30% he was my best target. weapon. 
Dude, 30% of the targets on a team with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, and Fournette. And Fournette. Are you kidding me? What did you think? What more did you want, dude? Like, that is that is the craziest lineup I think I've ever seen just offensive talent. That might be the best wide receiver core I've ever seen. That is insane. If they would have, Fournette's a solid running back. If they would have had, you know, a, a Derrick Henry, that's the greatest offense of all freaking time, I think, in terms of talent. Just assemble. Like, that's, you're talking seriously like greatest show on turf type things. Because it's just even with Fournette, it's just so much receiving power, you know. But I don't know the guy. I've we've been on here. I've defended and correct me if I'm wrong. I've defended AB in a lot of situations where people were ragging on him. You know, yeah. I, even the COVID situation. I said he should have got the same thing that Aaron Rodgers got. People are like, no, he took it a step farther. Bah, bah, bah. I don't care. They both lied. They should have the same thing. Yes, dollar. You know. They people were saying the same things, right? At the end of the day, you still lied. People were saying that AD is a cancer and that he shouldn't be on the Las Vegas Raiders, and people were calling him out in Pittsburgh. But I was like, dude, look at the situation. I understood the situation in Pittsburgh where Ben Roethlisberger's getting all, all this, you know, protection for no reason when him and and Le'Veon Bell are doing the work. And they want to get the love, too, from the coach and stuff. I get that. Then he goes to the Raiders like, yo, I want to compete. I don't think they're in a position to compete. I thought it was a little soft, but it was a business move. It is what it is. Call him a cancer. I think it was the best business move that guy made. And he gets to the situation, and here we are. But now it's just at the point where, bro, you have have tarnished every – like you've been given more opportunities than you should have been. You are a great wide receiver, top 10 all the time, but you're not worth the headache. You know, so your career is, unless you're going to humble yourself a little bit, you know, if you don't want to humble yourself, you made enough money, you think you did enough, you can walk away from the game in peace, by all means, God bless you. But if you want to come back, bro, you got to change your mentality because I don't even know who's going to take a shot and on especially you. As a 34-year-old receiver next season, who's going to want to take a yeah. chance on that? I mean, he's a great, talented receiver, and he was doing it this year, but he's only going to get, he's only getting older. So yeah, you, you I mean, only deal I with those was, antics for so long with an older player that you, it really doesn't affect the outcome of most games. Yeah, I was looking for the comment that he made about uh, Tom and Gronkowski. He said, if Tom Brady is my boy, why am I playing for an earned salary? Gronkowski, is it, it, it's his boy, right? How much did he get paid? So why is A.B. on a perfect deal? Who's better than me over there? So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I That was his Dude, you, you negotiate your own deal. You didn't have to sign the deal. He got you a spot on the team after nobody wanted nothing to do with you because you out here wilding in the damn streets with the whole mover situation, your baby mama situation, the allegation up in, in New England situation. And this guy got you back on a roster, and you're going to sit here and slap him in the face for that? Come on, bro. You're looking crazy right now, man. Yeah, I mean, that's all we got to say on that, right? On know. to the next I mean, one. I think, I think, I think right. AB is, is selfish, man. Selfish. Yeah, he is. Fair so. enough, Jay. I'm kind of with you on that. Moving so on. Moving on. Last <laughs> night, national championship game for the college football. Georgia, Alabama, and the Georgia Bulldogs came with the victory 33-18. Stetson Bennett was the quarterback for the Bulldogs, 17-26, 2-24 two tutties and the bears in the bulldogs defense came to play last night boys 
Dude, both defense came to play at the beginning of that game. That was crazy. Defensive exposition out there. You know, they were killing it both sides. But towards the end of the game, once the, the Bulldogs got that touchdown, that defense really cranked it up. Last play of the game was a sack, too. I they had like the three sacks. They, they, I think they had over, I think, what was it eight sacks? Let me, let me uh, see if I can pull up the stats. It was, yeah, dude, it was, it was an incredible show. losses all day. Both teams, it was amazing. It was yeah. a weird game. You no, know, I did anybody else think it was going to be high scoring? I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought Alabama was going to like just like a couple weeks ago, how they destroyed them. But well, I, mean, I thought it was going to be the SEC championship game, yeah, like a few weeks ago. Man, Alabama dropped 55 points against that Georgia defense that held any other team under but, eight points the entire season. Alabama crushed them, and then Georgia came in with a whole different mindset. These are the stories that I love in sports. You go up against a team that destroyed you earlier in the season and made and embarrassed you, and you come back in the championship game and you right that wrong, you get over the hump, and you win the championship. This is the story that I love in sports more than anything. Well, here's the thing, and what, like what you just said, right? I think it's the offense's fault because the defense was how much could you ask for the defense? They were holding them the entire game until that first touchdown in the second half. They were doing work. The problem was that the damn offense couldn't get into the end zone, and they're sitting there kicking field goals all night for the majority. If they capitalize on those touchdowns off that tremendous defensive play from Bama, we're talking about an entire different game. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm happy that it went the way that it went down because I'm sick of hearing about Bama. So you know what? Yeah, go dogs. Uh, go dogs. You know, I, I'm not even a Georgia fan, but last night I was a Georgia fan because I'm sick of hearing about Bama and Nick Saban and all this BS Get out of here, Jay. I know, I know, I know. Me and Matt, Jay, Matt biggest bandwagon fan I've ever seen. No, I'm not a bandwagon fan. The fact that Jay Jordan that. John Louise is not like Jordan. A first of all, first Sorry. of all, Matt, get my last name right, man. Jean Louise, man. Jordan <laughs> Jean Louise. There you go. Put a little, put a little twat on that, Jean Louis. I, I, <laughs> on. I apologize. Come on, man. No, anyway, anyway, anyway you're right. You're right. <laughs> the fact that Jordan Jean Louis. Is not like a Patriots fan blows my mind. Jay is on every other dynasty: Lakers, Yankees, Bama, Baltimore, Duke, what? Duke, Duke, men's basketball. Okay, Baltimore. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, listen, man. Listen. Come on. Well, can I? Can a man explain himself, man? So, anyways, ball, so the reason why I'm a Baltimore fan is because I lived in Maryland twice. My dad was military. You're not an I lived Orioles in, fan? I lived. No, I'm not. But anyways, Baltimore. I lived. In, I lived in Maryland. Well, I was. I was. I was a baby at the time. But we were in the Maryland at the time when the real Lewis and they, they won the Super Bowl against the Giants. I mean, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, the Giants. The Giants. Yeah, um, with, with Shannon Sharp. Thirty. Um. Then. As we lit, we we went to Georgia for a couple. Come on down with military. We were mo- always moving around. Okay. We came back to Maryland twice, and then that's when they won it with Joe Flacco in San Francisco. So I had to be a diehard Ravens fan with that. Duke, okay. I want, I wanted to be. I mean, I, I mean, like you know, in your kindergarten, middle school, like they want to say, "What do you want to be? I want to be a battle pilot. I want to go to Duke." You know what I'm saying? That, that's why I wanted to go for school. But obviously, you had to have, yeah, you had to be like intelligent to go, to go there. Um, Coach K, the very. That too, and uh, Coach K is a very respectable coach, man. Like he's in it's his last year this year, um, and I like the players that, that they produce: Kyrie Irving, JJ Reddick, um, uh, a lot of you know Grant Hill, you know a lot of a lot, a lot of players. 
Zion, which is kind of, you know, yep. still it's not healthy. But, I mean, and then Bama, like, I, I mean, I became a fan when I first saw Nick Saban and then play. And plus, they draft a lot of Ravens players like C.J. Mosley. They uh, a, a lot of, you know, because Ozzie Newsom drafted a lot of Alabama players to the Ravens. Yep. He was Alabama alum. That's why. So, yeah, that's, okay. Okay. That, that's why, too. So, I mean, uh, it's not just you, Matt. I'll, I'll let my friends attack me for being, you know, <laughs> Dude, listen, you're cool, bro. I'm just technically, busting you. Technically, bro, I should, bro. technically, I should be a Golden State Warriors because I was born in California in that area. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That, you know, the, Jay, I'm not even going to bust you because, listen, <laughs> bro, I can't. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Lakers, Cowboys fan. Cowboys. Lakers. I like You're the all U. Over the place, man. I like the U. Miami. But but the U the U was was a weird situation. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I didn't really have a college team growing up until I saw Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, and everybody. Percy Harvin. Like I love that Gators team. But once everybody left, I was like, dude, I'm just like, I'm an Urban. I was an Urban Meyer guy. I hated to see what happened to him in the NFL. But <laughs> I didn't want to like. I wasn't an Ohio State guy. Like. I, I just I liked Urban down in Florida, and I just needed like a team. And I think it was right around the time, it was like right before they broke out the turnover chain. I think the turnover chain is kind of what like I was like, hey, they're in the middle of kind of like rebuilding the school right now. It's not really bandwagoning. I'm I'm a hop on Miami. This is where I've been, and it was around that time where I was you know starting to graduate college, and I myself was like, yo, like I would love to go to the University of Miami. I just feel like it'd be like a dope place to be, but I couldn't afford the damn tuition. So I was like, bet we ain't going there, but I just started following it. In. Speaking of Miami basketball, I know we in the football segment. I apologize. Give me my dollar fine for this too. The fact that the university of Miami beat number two Duke and is not in the top 25 rankings in Wait, college basketball. Did you write absolute, it? Did you write yes. It I got $3 fines. I'll take it like a man. Give me my $3. I thought it's our movement. I was like, oh, no, no, that's Commissioner. That's Commissioner Cafone right there. I'm Roger Cafone. That's Roger Cafone right there. Roger Cafone. You Anthony know it. Goodell. You know it. You know it. Anthony Goodell. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that was the upset, man. I mean, the hey. fact that they're not in the top 25 and they beat number two Duke, that just goes to show you that the college rankings are always BS no matter what sport it All is, right. you know. So back to football. Yeah, back, back to, to football. football. So, so, so my reaction to it, um, since I'm a Bama fan, I mean, I was kind of like – like just like Matt said, I mean, it was kind of like a a, a, um, a very close game um, up until the fourth quarter. I mean, Stenson Bennett he went um, he went seventeen for twenty six. He, he had two hundred twenty four passing yards. Who are we um, talking about? Uh, Stenson, Stenson Bennett, Bennett, Georgia quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah, Georgia quarterback. I mean, uh, he got. You guys five- think he's gonna make it in the NFL? No. Not, not a chance. Not that a guy's going to be selling that guy's going to be selling insurance in a couple of but years. But you know what? Respect to him because he was a walk-on at Georgia's freshman year. They transferred to a uh I think it was a Jun- Juco sophomore year, came back to Georgia and one of the national These are the things so that you only see in college. Shout out him. I don't mean to take anything away from him, but uh you know, this is going to be a moment that he's going to remember. Maybe somebody takes a shot on him, but I I don't see yeah, He'll go undrafted. You know, you know somebody, will take, somebody will take a shot at him, but I think this is this is a nice moment to see a guy step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he shouldn't even have been there in the first place, but that hard work got him there. Yeah, but for sure, I, I think this but is like, as far as you go. Shout out him, and but, shout but, out him but, for taking down Bama. 
Yeah, but looking at this test, I mean, Bryce Young, I mean, other than he had uh, – He stunk. He had two like, picks. Like two picks, but he went for he, – he passed at 369 yards, almost 400 yeah, yards. He was overthrowing a lot of balls last year. Yeah, he game, was. Bro. He was. I mean, but... he did go without Robinson. He Robinson went down the uh, – Meshi, yeah, yeah. Meshi, no, it was Meshi. Williams. James Williams, Williams no, sorry, and then Meshi. And then Meshi was down Meshi, too. But Meshi was down, but I mean – He was down inside like, two targets, but – Just like any, like any sports, any sports team, next man up. I mean, but then again – um, Georgia did a good job of pressuring Bryce Young. Um, that's what they had. They, they had no choice but to pressure him. Dude, who's the, the Bama D end? That dude was all over the place. He's, been, he's just, been great this year. I forgot his name. I um, can't remember his name, dude. But, dude, whole, I got to be honest with y'all. I did not watch a lick of college football this year. I normally do. I, I normally love it. It's just with college and, and volunteering for stuff. Where and like I've just been crazy, and I've been missing a lot of uh, Saturday I, games. I, I think we're talking about um, – uh, Christian Harris, yes, is that it? Yep, Christian the Harris, he, dude. The kid was, oh boy, he had five totals. He's gonna be a he top five total. Year. He had three sacks, uh, seven total uh, tackles, dude. uh, five solo tackles. Like he's he a monster, man. Crazy, bro. I love. I loved watching him play, dude. I like watching the defensive game, dude, when they're getting results. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, it, I mean, really, it wasn't really a blown out game by each team up until the fourth quarter when Stanton Bennett threw that. They threw that. He, no, I think he Yo, had a fumble, that fumble recovery. I loved <clears throat> the refereeing, except for one play. I thought the refereeing was really good. One of the best refereeing games I've ever seen, dude. How is that not a forward pass? They called that a fumble. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I agree. What? That was- they were just saying like the, the way his hand was like it was like back here when the dude, ball was but the short yeah. I don't know dude listen so I think a lot of times they call it incomplete pass it's so in gray. all levels I, I think a gray. lot of times they call an incomplete pass when it should have been a fumble. I thought that one was one hundred and ten percent an incomplete pass. That was I mean, crazy. it didn't really affect the uh the end But of I don't know if you think but... Bama got in on it, so you know what the ball don't lie. Yeah, I mean it was a great game overall. I mean, Georgia takes down the mighty Saban, who was going for that record of Bear Bryant, but uh, have Not to today. wait another 365 days, you know. But I, I mean, great I, game. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm being an NFL fan. Um, I mean, I'm excited about this draft coming up because you got Bryce Young. We got um, Bryce Young's think- not the, no, Bryce Young's not in the draft class. He's a freshman. But he's not going. He's not declaring for the draft. Nah, but you got to be three years. You got to be three years removed from high school oh, before wow. you. Yeah, the fact that that kid is the first Heisman winner at quarterback for Bama blows my that, mind. That says something, man. That's it. I mean, it says something about, about Saban and uh, just about the talent, man. Just overall, man. Because I think last year it was a uh, Deontay, uh, Deontay Smith, right? From uh, yeah. on the Eagles, the yeah. wide receiver, wide receiver, though. Yeah, but um, young is sophomore, so he's got to play one more year. So one more year. Damn, okay, well, now I'm even more now I'm even more pumped up to see him play next year, man. Because Bama's going to be coming back with a vengeance, but we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. All right, so moving on, NFL playoffs are here, gentlemen. The super season has ended. The eighteen weeks. What 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 day did the Ravens play? Saturday or Sunday? I can tell you, the Cowboys uh, don't play past this Sunday. <laughs> the Cowboys no, put money on that. Put money on that. Oh, here's that. I don't bet. I don't bet. I mean, I don't, I don't bet. Fair answer. enough. Right. Fair enough. So, wild card predictions here. I mean, we got a few games coming up on Mav, the slate. Mav's talking Anybody. that crap, man. We right. have two Anybody. games on Saturday, three games oh, yeah. on Sunday, and then one game on Monday. So, for the first game, or t- first two games on Saturday, Raiders, Bengals. Oof. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, like I'm taking Cincy. I'm taking Cincy too. Their offense is like phenomenal. Like, 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 free team, let's do like a round table. So, I'm yeah, like, I'll start. So, you so, said Bengals, right? I said the Bengals. Bengals. 2,000 yard receivers, a thousand yard rusher, and a 4,000 yard passer all on the same team. That offense has come out of nowhere. They won the AFC North when they projected to come in last. They have been definitely one of the, the most surprising stories of 2021, 2022. I think the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Raiders on uh, on Saturday. I think the score is going to be around 20. I'm going to say 34 to 20. Mass- yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I like some players on the Raiders. I love Darren Waller. He's awesome. Uh, Max Crosby, crazy good. I just do not have faith in their quarterback to get it done. I don't think Derek Carr's the dude. I know people have talked about him. Excuse me. Water going down the wrong pipe. Um, I know people have talked about him for like MVP earlier in the season a little bit. I just, I've never been sold on him. I don't think he's the guy. I think Joe Burrow is fun Joe to Sh- watch. Joe Shiesty. Yeah, dude, Joe, Joe Burrow is what the Browns thought Baker Mayfield was going to be. As a Ravens fan, I love him. I still, you know, I love dude, that's, that's, that goes to show you how good this kid is, dude. I love the, I love the, uh, the confidence that he brings just the, the aurora of Joe Burrow. Just, I love this kid, dude. He's awesome. And then he's got the weapons. Here's the problem. You got, you got Darren Waller on offense. I know they got Hunter Renfro, but I just Josh think Jacobs. Joe, I think Josh Jacobs is the most violent running back I've ever seen in college football. First time I've ever seen that kid play. I mean, he injured four guys. In like seven plays, it was awesome, but just by running straight through him. But anyway, I I just think with Mixon and you got the two wide receivers, it, it's just insane. Jamar Chase and uh, yo, help me T. out, Higgins. T. Higgins. They're they're killing it, man. I think it's too much firepower, and I don't think the Raiders defense is going to be able to hang. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I actually think that one's going to be Cincy. I'm going to say like 42 to 36. All right. Jay? Um, Yo, write yeah. these down. Write these down so we can go back and look uh, at these. You write it. I've been writing down the, the, the I got no pen and paper, bro. You Why do I gotta write down guy? everything? Y'all want me to write down everything? You the commissioner, B. I don't want to be a commissioner. Who made me this job? I mean, Matt. You started writing down the fines, B. I think um, you said to do that for. I'll, I'll take this over later on, but for this episode, this is on you. I'll I'll, I'll write down our predictions. All right. Moving forward. All right. So I mean, I like the Bengals. What was this? Uh, that? It was forty-two oh, okay. thirty-six. Sorry. Forty-two thirty-six, Cincinnati. All right. So I, I think I'm gonna. I mean, I oh, yeah, write it down. Write it down first. Uh, what did I say? I said. Uh, you said 30, Bengals. I said yeah. thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one twenty. All right. So Jay, you up? So I mean, I feel like uh, with my analysis, I, I think like I, I, I'm choosing the Bengals to win, but I mean, I might not be as far as the deficit as it as it could be because like, like the Raiders have a tough defense. They got Al, Al, Alice Crosby on the on the defensive side. They got um, Max, Cro- oh, Max Crosby. Um, Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been he's been getting to the quarter. Like, he, like he's been getting. Dude, he's a monster. He's a bro. monster. Great comeback story um, too. And, and you know what? Take a time to say how the Raiders have even made the playoffs. Made the playoffs with the, the, yeah. That's, that's what I'm the saying. The rug situation. But that, um, and also, who do um the, the line the linebackers on the Ravens um no oh my gosh not Yannick Ngakwe. Yep, they got him too. Uh, on the like like on the other side of the uh 
On the defense side. On the defensive side. But, I mean, Joe Burrows, I mean, he's been slinging it. He has the weapons. I mean, he has DeMar Chase. He has Joe Mixon. He has um, Boyd. coming. Uh, so, I mean, they got they got everything they need. So, I think the score is going to be um, – I think it's going to be 30-20. 30 30-20. Wow. So, we all picked the Bengals. That's usually a curse sign. That's usually oh, a curse cool. sign. Yo, it is what it is. You know, you know what? Oh, and if it is – if it is, I don't even care because Jamar Chase putting up 60 cost me $500. So if I ever see Jamar Chase, you owe me $500 because that was ridiculous. I should have blown that game out of the water. Who? Unbelievable. Shout out Anthony LaPuma for drafting him in that league because I had him in the family league. Damn, bro. Right. But still, I just can't Who's, go uh, who's home in that? Who's, who's home? Cincinnati. Or, uh, Cincinnati's okay. home. They're the division yeah. winner. So Burroughs are going to – yeah, I think All right. they're going to Welcome so, to the jungle, baby. Second game on the, on the menu on Saturday – Divisional matchup, Patriots-Bills in Buffalo. So I'm going to go first on this one again. I love both these teams. Both these teams just bring that energy, man. I think the, the Patriots are definitely one of the better wild card teams this year. I think Mac Jones has come on as a really good rookie quarterback. I know Maz will not agree because Maz nope. is just a hater because he's an Alabama quarterback, I think. It has nothing uh, to do with him being a Bama quarterback. Uh. I, Bill Belichick, you know, one of the greatest playoff coaches ever. You know, yep. one of the greatest coaches ever, I should just say. And yep. the Patriots' defense this season has just been phenomenal, led by Insane. Matt Judon. They're they're secondary with McCourty and J.C. Jackson. They've just been phenomenal. I, I and then on the other side, you got Buffalo. You got Josh Allen, who's been definitely a top quarterback in the league this year again. Their defense has been headlining with Milano and. Uh, Travis White's out. He got in the torn ACL earlier this year, but I think he got a lot of great guys on the defense. I think that both these teams are very good defenses, but you know what? I, I can't pick against Bill Belichick. I'm going to have to take New England on the road in Buffalo. It's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be around 21 to 10 New England. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go against Belichick because he's the GOAT. The GOAT. It's not he's not one of the best coaches of all time. He is the greatest coach of all time. But I don't think it's gonna be crazy conditions up there. I hope not. I don't want to see a game won just by pounding the football with okay. Mac Jones being ineffective. I, I think it's gonna be a game. I think it's gonna be a defensive game, but at the end of the day, um I think Josh Allen is just a better talent. I think he gets the job done over Mac Jones. I think Josh Allen is going to shine in the in the spotlight because we've seen the teams go at it and they dominated each other the two times that they played each other this year. I just think that uh, Josh Allen's looking okay. You know, he's looking better than Mac Jones to me. He's got that that second layer he can take off and run. You know, he's quick, drop the shoulder if he needs to. He's got the cannon. I think it's also going to be a low-scoring game, but – my old man's a Buffalo fan. I got to root. I, I, I'm rooting them. I hate to go against Belichick, but for me, it's going to be Buffalo. I'm going to say 24 17 Buffalo. All right. So, 1 1. Jay, you have to decide and pick here. So, I think that, I mean, obviously, it's going to be in Buffalo. It's going to be like freaking like freezing. Yep. Um. So, that's one thing. Um, I know we're I know we're not NFL players, but we're not a like. But when you get hit hard in the cold, that, that it hurts. Um. So, with that being said, I, when I look at this matchup, I think it's the brains versus the bronze. Uh, brains is the bill check. The mm-hmm. bronze is is um uh, the bills. 
No, what's the coach's name? No, he's looking for the coach's Dermot? name. Sean McDermott. Um, Sean McDermott. And um, the Bills. Um, and, and look, I I know, um, I know Josh Allen is not a veteran yet, but he's been, he's he's in the he's been in the playoffs before. Um, he's been in this this situation before, so I think that with this scenario, I mean, I, I like Mac Jones. He's going to be a phenomenal player in the future. But, but I feel like when it comes to the talent that the Bills have, um, with Stephon Diggs. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go off for a couple uh, for some yardage. Not, not knocking anything off the Patriots defense, because like you got Judon, you got Van Noy, you, you got McCarty on the um, in, in the D back, defensive back, uh, position. Um, but I, I feel like Bears are gonna pull it out, Bill. So it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be, um, damn, ten to twenty-seven. In favor of who? Of Bills. Okay. Okay. All right. So that that's it for the Saturday night games. So moving forward, we have the Those Sunday were... matchup. The Sunday matchups. So it's going to be between first game on the menu, Eagles, Bucks. <laughs> so the Eagles are coming in. They got Jalen Hurts, who's definitely been inconsistent this year. But you know what? To take this Eagles team that we didn't even think was going to be, we thought they would be last in the NFC East this year. And in a rebuilding year, after they just traded away Carson Wentz, they go all the way to the playoffs in their first year in, under under Nick Sirianni. Uh, I definitely love this Eagles team. Their defense has definitely played very well. Their running game took a little bit to sort of get off the ground, but Miles Sanders has sort of gotten back under it, I think. Trading away Zach Ertz helped the offense a little bit, gave Devontae Smith more targets. Devontae Smith these last few weeks has definitely got more involved, but this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, man, I, I mean, I will never put money against Tom Brady in the playoffs, even without his two best targets. And without, I think, I think what, uh, what's his name is out? Um, not uh, Shaq Barrett. Uh, Devin White. I think Devin White's out, I believe. So, I still think the Bucks got enough talent to take down this Eagles team, and I, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think Bucks 45, Philly 7. Whoa. I think it's going to be a blowout. Okay. I think it's also going to be a blowout. I'm going to give the Eagles a little more credit because uh, they fighting down there, but I just don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with it, even, even with Godwin – and A B not being there, just too much. Brady's the GOAT. Um, still got Gronk, still got Fournette. It's it's gonna be rough for Philly. I think the GOAT's gonna go and do business. They gotta go down to Tampa too, so he's gonna be in 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 his environment. You know, he's not in any hostile territory. I'm gonna say Buccaneers. I think they're gonna put up. Like for, I, I'm gonna say Buccaneers 45-17. All right. And now Jay, you're up. Yeah, so we've all I mean, I thought I'm not on mute because I've done that before. I that. want Jay to take the Philadelphia Eagles so bad right now. I mean, I, fellas, I fellas, fellas, I, I want to, I want to, but you can't go against you can't bet against the Tom Brady. Can't bet against the GOAT. I mean not, not right yeah. now, not in the first round. Listen, man. Because I'm mean, a better guess some later on, but we'll get to that. 
Yeah, so I mean, as we as we all said, you know, without the missing pieces like Godwin and and Mike, I, I, is Mike Evans going to be active? Because I know uh, he's going to be a game time decision. He might be a game, game time so decision. So even without a model, even even it's not a, yeah. So I mean, we're going against Tom Brady. Um, I mean, I like the kid uh, Jalen Hurts coming from Alabama, another Alabama quarterback. Um, but nah, that's an Oklahoma guy. Don't claim him. Y'all didn't want him. <laughs> what yeah, turned right. the ball yeah. over? The, came kid, <laughs> the kid got as high as he did in the draft because he left Bama and he went and balled out. All right, because if he would have stayed at Bama, he wasn't going that high. He might not have even been drafted the way he was playing at Bama. Yeah. You know, losing his spot to Tua. So yeah, you could go ahead and call him a Bama guy, but he he yeah, yeah I mean he would yeah. yeah you know he is sooner to me yeah but back to my back to my analysis. I, I mean I think that like you can't go you can't bet against a goat. Um yep. so. Um, I mean, with that being said, I mean, I know they got some talent to play on the Eagles as well, but you can't, like, with Gronkowski, who, who's going to stop that man, man? Who, who's going to stop him? Nobody can stop him. Um, he reminds me of that Georgia tight end uh, that they used last night, the 6'7 freaking giant uh, tight end mm-hmm. that he was running routes, like, under routes. Like, he, you can't you can't stop, stop a guy like that. Um, mm-hmm. So my prediction is going to be, I think it's going to be, Buccaneers, obviously. Um, Can you put down Jay for a fun? 30. Oh, Jay for fun. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, let on, to, I'm let two Jay's, slip. Jay's, Jay's, Jay's first fun. Jay's first Jay's fun. First fun. I'm at $3, B. I don't even want to hear it. You have one. Matt's at, Matt's at $1 already. Missing this for this. Matt's at $1. Hey, at Matt Thornton, if you're listening to this, congratulations. Boy. I thought missing a show was $5. But we'll go. We'll give him a one dollar for this one. Yeah, it's gonna but be moving Christmas. forward. I'm coming gonna, at everybody, bro. Buccaneers, it's gonna be thirty to fourteen. Buccaneers. 30, 30, thirty to fourteen. Buccaneers. I like the prediction. All right. Like prediction. So that was so, the, the first game on Sunday. Can I find be a ticket away because of that prediction? Hell no! It no, you can't take away fines. I'm the commissioner <laughs> here. You don't take away fines. All right. So moving forward, yeah, second you, game bro. on Sunday. An old NFC rivalry, you know, back in the day with the Steve Young Aikman matchup. It's the 49ers versus the Cowboys, Maz's team, the Dallas Cowboys playing. So for this game, the 49ers are a weird team to me. They are so wildly inconsistent this year. Yes, sir. You, you really don't know what to make them. They've had really good wins against the against the Rams this year. I think two wins against the Rams this year. But they've also had some embarrassing losses to go out. I think one against the Eagles, they got embarrassed. But, like, it's just been a very odd season for the 49ers. I think Shanahan's definitely helped them through it. They've had some injuries. Nick Bosa's come back and become one of the best defensive players in the league again. You know, he, he was rivaling T.J. Watt in terms of sacks this year for a little bit. Nick Bosa's definitely become a, a great contributor. Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance have had sort of that carousel quarterback this season for the 49ers. So it's been a little weird in that regard. Debo Samuel has been one of the best offensive weapons in football this season. He's been playing wide receiver and running back. He's been doing it all for the 49ers this year. I, th- I think, though, this Cowboys offense, you got Dak Prescott, who's d- coming off a great comeback season off of a horrible injury that many thought he could not have come back from. But I, I he's definitely come back and been one of the best quarterbacks in the league this year. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. Dalton Schultz, that that receiving core, I think, with you adding Gallup and Cedric Wilson, has been phenomenal. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard in the backfield. Zach Martin on that offensive line. That offense is just geared 
right now to win a Super Bowl. And on the defensive end, you can't say enough about Micah Parsons, one of the great defensive young players we have in the game right now. I think the, the Cowboys are going to come into this game. It's going to be close. I think the 49ers are going to make this a close game. But I think the Cowboys just edge them out in this one. I think the final score, 28-24. Dude. dude, you keep – your first number is like right on par with the one that I, I legitimately was thinking, 28. But who, who, are you, who are you taking to that one? 28-24 Dallas I'm taking. Okay, thank you. Uh, after you just talking all that crap about us not making out of the first round, you bum. But it, it, it's always going funny back to, on to make fun of Dallas, man. It's always yeah, funny yeah, yeah. Whatever, you bums didn't even make the playoffs. Get out of here, dude. Sitting there, Lamar Jackson MVP. Sit down, damn it, both of you. Hate you. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys have broken my heart time and time again, but this is the year. There it is. Here comes the speech. This is the year. <laughs> that I will not be disappointed in the first round. Okay, that's, that's better. Not Super right. Bowl. Not Super Bowl speech. This is the year that I will not be disappointed in the first round. We see CD Lamb and Amari Cooper again and some stuff, you know, going with the Dallas Maverick game. Bah, bah, bah. Hit me with another one. That's $4. Bah, bah, bah. You know, I think they're going to be coming back with a vengeance. Dallas is going to be completely healthy. They're going to be looking good. Here's the thing. You already mentioned Nick Bosa. And Nick Bosa's a stud. But we got Michael Parsons to balance that one out. And not only do we have Michael Parsons, we got interception machine over in Trayvon Diggs. That defense is just too good. A thousand yards let up against them. That's all right, though. because (laughs) That's all right. He can have the – because turnovers is what wins the games. You know what I'm saying? Because how many touchdowns has he let up? Everybody keeps on talking about the yards. How many touchdowns has he let up? I, I can't pull that number off. That's what I'm saying, you know, because he's got, what is it, 11 interceptions on the year? Mm-hmm. That's insane. So he's going to be, even if he lets up, you know, 100 yards in this game, he's still going to come up with an interception, I think. It's going to come down to quarterback play for me. Dak Prescott is a way better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, all right? Garoppolo. Because Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, they're those same guys. They're system guys. They're they're not going to go out and win you a game. Dak Prescott, I think it, he's been looking phenomenal. Hey, Jimmy got into a Super Bowl. Come on. Yeah, Jimmy got to a Super Bowl because that team was balling out, specifically on defense and because George Kittle's an animal, all right? but Also, they had Raheem Mostert run for like 200 yards. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Off. That team did not make it to the Super yeah. Bowl because Jimmy Garoppolo. If you had anybody but Jimmy Garoppolo, you might have won that Super Bowl, all right? If you had Dak Prescott, maybe they win the Super Bowl. I said it. Uh, you know? So what's your final score? For me – it's got to be the boys, and I don't, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring one. I just think Dak's going to outplay Jimmy G. For me, it's going to be a tough one. I think it's legitimately going to be right around, i got to say, 28-24. Same score? Same score. That was literally what I was thinking, man. All right. So, Jay, round it out. Oh, unfortunately, Matt, I'm going to have to go with uh, your team, man, Cowboys, because, you know. Um. I don't like that's having a phenomenal year, man. I mean, I haven't watched some of their, I, I haven't watched really any of their games because, like, they're, I've been focusing on, on my team um, this year. But I mean, I've seen clips and highlights, and also I watched parts of the Washington game where it wasn't even a fair matchup, uh, where they put up like 60, almost 60 points on, on them. Anybody um, got a problem with that? 
your mama don't love you. Just yeah. saying. So, Pro sports, I mean, run it up. I had to. I mean, I had to tip my hat off to. I mean, I mean the Cowboys because I mean the Dak Prescott um, with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. He's 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 been kind of quiet because of Dak Prescott headlines uh, and Trayvon Diggs. I mean, but they got. I mean, they got. I think this year they have for the first time in a couple in a couple of years that they had like a full like a kind of almost healthy. It's roster. a full team. It's full a full team. team. I can't remember the last time we had a defense where I was excited yeah, to watch exactly. a secondary that was you know worth and, putting on there. And Trayvon and Michael Parsons, they're, they're both rookies, right? No, Trey. No, Trayvon's is second, second year. year. Trayvon's second year. But, but still, this man is catching is catching uh, catching interceptions like freaking Odell Beckham in his prime in New York. I'm like. Like unbelievable, man. And Michael Parsons, like he can't complain anywhere. Can't complain. Can't complain anywhere. He's like a hybrid. He's Swiss hybrid Army knife, dude. Swiss um, Army knife. So my just... final score prediction for this game, I'm going to Cowboys. I think it's gonna be thirty. It, it's gonna be close because I mean, I mean, I think it's gonna be thirty to twenty-seven. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, Dallas. Yep, yep. Yep. All right. So last game for that Sunday. Let me Pittsburgh uh, and Ben Big Ben's me, last ride. And let, let me take this. Let me take this one. Let me take this one first. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> this is called. This is called the JJL rant. Here we go. Okay, Big Ben. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Jay. Before you start this rant. Can you give me the matchup before he hits this? Oh, like the yeah. matchup, like like, like yeah, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Jay, take it away, boy. Obviously, obviously, Kansas City is gonna be is gonna win. Um, I had that, but listen. Um, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong with this. So, I mean, I, I believe even if we beat the Steelers, I believe Miami lost to the Patriots. I'm not sure if we would have gotten it anyway. Um, because of that, because we need it. Cause no, in Patriots order, beat my the um Miami Dolphins lost, beat, right? Do, Miami won. Miami we need, won. We needed so, Miami to lose. Exactly. So I don't think we would have got gotten in uh, uh-huh. with that scenario. But with that being said, hats off to the man Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, we. I mean, I thought his last year was. La- I thought his last year was was last year. Um, but he carried his team. Juju Smith got hurt early in the year. Uh, Claypool had that had that little spill against the Vikings a couple weeks ago with him celebrating too early. Um, but here, like it, it was Sunday, it, it was a rainy day in Baltimore. You know, I mean, with so I don't get fined. I mean, listen, Lamar Jackson was hurt for five straight games. Man. Man, Lamar a- Jackson reference and no context. We well, but, first dollar. I'm, 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 I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done with my context, though. But listen, like we had a banged up roster. Lamar Jackson was hurt. I mean, Tyler Huntley pulled his weight a little bit. We, I mean, we lost to the Packers. I mean, we all thought Lamar was going to come back because when we saw that practice, but he had that limp. Um, but listen, man. I mean, I feel like if we had Lamar Jackson with. Four out of those five games, we we, we would have had a chance to make the playoffs, man. Um, because I mean, Tyler Huntley tries to be like Lamar Jackson, he tries to run it, run. I mean, he he extends plays, but he can't like he he tries to you know be flash like Lamar. Can't I mean, do it to that level, huh? He can't do it exactly, to that level. Exactly. I um, and I mean, listen, man. Props to the Steelers for getting in. 
I mean, may, maybe they'll do something big for Ben in the playoffs this last year, but I don't see them getting past the Chiefs. Um, final I don't, score? Final score? Uh, man, I think it's going to be 30 to 10. 30 to 10 Chiefs. You're generous, bro. You're generous right, right there. So, just because they, I mean, I could bump up the Steelers' numbers because of Mike Tomlin. He's a, he's a good coach, but he might have a game plan. But here's like I say: this Pittsburgh Steelers team and Ben's but I don't last know if I ride. Got, but did I get that final? Because I have some context there. Nah, I, I don't that's, think that's you should get it. Nah, I don't. Man. I think that was a little harsh. I think that was a little harsh. But it's, it's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. It's for charity, Jay. This shit's for charity. Come on, got, Jay. He brought Lamar Jackson in a playoff matchup that had no Lamar Jackson in it. Okay? But I'm a, yeah, I, look, I thought it was a that, little hard. Jay, I'm with you on this one, bro. I thought that was harsh. But, hey, all right. hey, so that's Anthony Goodell right there, a.k.a. Roger Caffone. Yep. Listen. It's all right. So go ahead, Big take? Ben's can last my take? ride. Can I get my take? Yeah, go ahead, bro. I guess. <laughs> so, Big Ben's last ride. This Steelers team, it's got a lot of holes in it. I mean, I think they sort of just lucked their way in the playoffs this year. They had, they've had a lot of matchups go their way in regards to them not playing, so teams didn't get in. But I, I think Najee Harris is a great running back, great yeah, running yeah. back. Yep, yep. yep. He, he had what, over 300 touches with no fumbles. That has never been done in the history of NFL football. But, but, I, I, I think like Alabama team. running back, Alabama player. Their defense, TJ Watt's going to be a defensive player of the year, no doubt. Everyone's already said he didn't get the record on Sunday, but he tied it. Him and Strahan hold the record now for the most sacks in a single season. So they have the they have stars in different spots, but they just have too many holes, and this Kansas City team is just going to pick them apart. I mean, Mahomes has really turned it on. Remember we were saying a few weeks ago we thought this Chiefs team was gone? Oh, why did we say that? Because now the Chiefs really have turned it on. Mahomes is playing back to where he was. Tyree Kill, Kelsey have gotten back to where they were. And the defense has finally picked it up when that was their biggest weakness throughout that first half of the season. This Chiefs team is back, back to full strength. And I think uh, as of right now, I mean, the AFC, it's going to be a tough way to beat this Chiefs team. I think Kansas City is going to beat this Pittsburgh team. And I think it's going to be 38-14. to 14. Can't okay, see. okay. Fellas, I'm going to be honest with you. This KC team offensively is insane. They We were counting Patty out. He had all the extracurriculars going on with the people around him. But you know, the guy's great. It is what it is. I got to tell you right now, I'm really pissed off that the Chargers aren't in this. I, I wanted to see Herbert so bad. Why did they call that timeout? Why? I don't know, Ant. What? We'll be sitting here, and instead of watching her, I wanted Steelers fans to feel that pain, you know? Dude, I saw like, some. Like, everyone saw, said that they weren't going to tie. Like, all my, all my friends said they weren't going to tie, and they tied it in, like, it like 29-29 in, like, the, what, the overtime? Like, Dude, I wanted to see them just tie. I wanted them both to get in. I wanted I wanted it to happen. I saw this funny meme where it's just, like, instead of watching uh, – Justin Herbert throw 60-yard piss missiles. We got to watch the Hamburglar throw little five-yard dump passes. And I almost fell out of my chair when I saw that, you know. But um, sh- uh, shout-out Big Ben, you know. Um, Big Ben, it, he's been a top-10 quarterback in the league for a while. You know, we've seen the decline from him. The old age happens. He's not working with a lot of weapons right now. I don't TJ Watt in that defense is awesome, but 
Yeah. I'm telling you right now, even TJ, yeah, TJ only played, you know, 14 games and broke the record and tied the record, you know, but I don't know. He got the extra game. He was injured. Does he still do it if it's a regular season? Debatable, debatable. Had a little extra time. Could take some little time off here and there. Get his mind right. I don't know. I still, I still wanted to see Parsons get that defensive player of the year. But anyway, I think the Chiefs are going to destroy him. I think the Chiefs are putting up, I'm going to say 48-12. Gee, right. 48-12. The only, the only scenario that the Steelers can win is that they run run running through their gut because they're deep. They can't run, though. They, they haven't, their run offense has been really bad this year. The only way – But I'm saying, but I'm saying look what we did. They, as, uh, I mean, look what we did against the Chiefs, man, early in the season. We ran it – I mean, obviously we had better, we had better, like, you know, a better running quarter. We, he means the Ravens. I know, but I'm saying that, that like the only way that we all know the Chiefs' defense is kind of like iffy, you know. Um, it's all about their offense. So the only way the Steelers can pull it out is if they and if they run it. And, and Najee Harris might be that piece, man. Yeah, well, hold on a second. It doesn't matter if they run it; they can run it all day. They still got to stop Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they, yeah, true. But, but I'm saying that's the, like, that's, that's I the would way sit here and say, you know, TJ Watt's gonna out there and feast. But they they took the whole offseason, and what did they do? They revamped the entire line. That was their focus because Tampa's front line went rampant on them. I wish we were on this podcast back then because I was telling everybody the Chiefs line ain't it, especially they had two injuries going into that Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That I was saying that all the closest people around me, the difference maker is going to be that front line. But the one thing that could, you know, shake things up is that defensive line for the Steelers, but now they've revamped the entire line and I don't see them causing as much havoc as that Tampa line was able to do in the Super Bowl. So I just think Kansas city is just going to go do work and on to the next one. And Hey Ben, thanks for coming, but it's been a great career. I don't know if you're playing next year, but you already said you're probably not playing for the Steelers. So you know what? Shout out big Ben, but it's a wrap bro. On to the next one. All right, so final game of Wild Card Weekend, the mo- the only Monday. I think it's the first Monday playoff game ever, right? I, mean, mm, I believe ever, so. I, believe I have no ever, clue. Has there ever been a, a Monday night playoff game? I don't. I think it's all been one, on one day or or spread out Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday usually. Yeah, but sorry. So Monday night, That's Cardinals Rams big, big. NFC West matchup in the playoffs. Man, Cardinals. Man. Are coming in, Kyler Murray's. This is easy man, as hell, man. He was hurt a little bit throughout this year. Find me. Easy as hell. Was easy as hell. This Rams are gonna win, man, because they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, man. That's easy. <laughs> okay, Jay, take it away. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right go ahead. Right, go ahead. So, so let me, so so let me elaborate. So, I mean, Kyler Murray, phenomenal quarterback. I mean, but look at, but look at, but look at who, but look at who the Rams have. They have Cooper Cup. They have Odell Beckham. They had Eckler. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Eckler's on the Chargers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but look who they have on the defense side. They got Aaron Donald and Von Miller. I mean, John, I mean, he doesn't have. I mean, finish that statement. What? Who do they have on the defensive side? Finish oh, and, that statement. And Ramsey. Okay. Thank so you. I mean, um, just just look at the rosters, man. I mean, Colin Murray's a phenomenal quarterback. Um, but he doesn't have that missing piece, which is DeAndre Hopkins. And I, I feel like that could be the turning point. And it has Sean McVay. I mean, Stafford's going off. I mean, I mean, a last couple of games, he threw a couple of picks. But, I mean, um, but look at Odell Beckham's 
now we all know that Baker was the problem in Cleveland, not Odell Beckham. Because Odell Beckham, he's, he, he's, he's proving himself that he could be a top receiver in Los Angeles. The right fit for him, the right the right team, the right coach. Um, and I, I feel like when it comes down, just like NBA and other sports, I think it comes down to the coaching staff and the roster. And all they – I mean, I think who um, – depending on the running back, uh, I think is Connor out or is he – Playing this game, James Conner. James Conner. He'll be active. He played last. He'll be, he be active. Okay. I mean, I mean, Kyler has to have a, a huge game if they're going to win, pull this off. But I feel like Stafford and the Rams have a better have a, have a better chance. I mean, All right, score. So score is going to be. Uh, what was the score of the last game we had? It was close. Hey, I'm gonna write down my number right now, and I guarantee you, you're probably gonna think the same thing, bro. So final score is gonna be Rams. It's gonna be Rams 24, um, Cardinals 10. All right. So I feel like we've been agreeing too much in, in these predictions. Most of these predictions have pretty much been the same, but so I'm gonna go off a little bit of the beaten path, and I'm gonna take the Arizona Cardinals. I love this Rams team. I mean, they've got you, – you, you mentioned the weapons. Cooper Cup came very close to breaking the single-season receiving mark. The running game's been all right. I mean, they've, they've put Sonny Michelle in, and he's sort of been that answer since Daryl Henderson went down. The defense has shown glimpses. Von Miller and Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they have the, all those key marquee pieces, but sometimes they just there's games where they just aren't really clicking. And this Arizona Cardinals team, I don't know. They got a little chip on their shoulder. I love Kyler Murray. That defense has a chip on their shoulder as well. They got guys like um, name on top of my tongue. Ch- uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, exactly. Buda Baker, fantastic players in, in, on all both sides of the ball on the Arizona team. And Matt Stafford has never shown me that he can win a playoff game. He's only made the playoffs once in his career, and that game he didn't really play well. I think – Matt Stafford's got he's gonna have all the pressure in the world on him. And do I think he lives up to the expectations? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Arizona Cardinals over the LA Rams on the road. Final score 26 to 17. Oh, okay. I I we're completely off on this one. Um I will say this. Um I have it written down right here. I also have Arizona winning this game. Uh, I, I figured I, I'd get a little upset in there. Um, I believe Arizona's home in this one, right? No, they're away. Okay. So, yeah, we're going with the upset. Rams are, Rams are the division are the division winners. So. My bad. My bad. Um, yeah, I, I think the Rams have the better pieces, but I don't think it's clicking like it should be. You know, it's not as uh, consistent. They as barely I, beat the Ravens practice squad last week, and they lost to the Niners in uh, Week 18. They two. Straight- I, th- I think they're going to walk into this game against uh, Arizona, and they're going to be surprised because Hopkins not playing. They they tend to play down to the competition a bit, you know. So for me, I, I think Kyler Murray goes in there and gets it done. I like that Kyler has that uh, the second level to his game where he can take off and run, and he's fast as hell. He's like a little joystick out there, you know. Shout out Dante Hall back in the day, but it, for me, it's I I, I think Chandler Jones going to be wreaking havoc. I think Buda Baker is going to be out there doing his thing. I liked everything that Ed had to say there. So for me, 
I also have to agree with Ant, but I think it's uh, 36-30 for everybody out there. I don't know if the glare is working, but 36-30 Arizona for my upset. But, fellas. And Jay, Jay said it was easy, that pick. Yeah. Said, I'm, I'm, and I'm and mistaken and because, and I mean, both went against him. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Arizona train there. I needed an upset here. I wouldn't be surprised if Los Angeles wins, but I think this is good. Fellas, what's the game of the week for y'all? I think I, it's either gonna be this Arizona LA game or the, or the San Francisco da- Dallas. Niners Dallas, yeah. right? That's where yeah, that's my two, two picks. Or yeah. Buffalo New England too. Buffalo, Buffalo New England. England. Possible. Yeah. I think for me, I think we're gonna see a blowout in one of the in that Buffalo one. Like somebody's gonna not a blowout, but somebody's gonna take a a lead, come out swinging. I, I think I'm nervous for the Cowboys game. I can see that and this Rams Cardinals game. Going down to the wire, I think they're going to be close games. You know, I I believe those are my closest scores. You know, for a reason. I I think those are the games to watch. If you if you're going to miss any games, you don't want it to be those two games this week. All right. I mean, NFL Wild Card Weekend is upon us. NFL playoffs are upon us. Best time of the year to be a football fan. Not a best time of the year to be a Ravens fan. All right. So I think that's all we have for today here at the JJL Sports Talk Show. Anthony Caffone, Jordan Jean-Louis, our host. Yes, sir. Brandon Mazmarazzo. You already Boy, know what it is. Bit of pleasure. We do it again next week. Next Tuesday we record. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week, boys. Hey, hey hit us up on Instagram. We got the Twitter coming. You can follow your boy at Big Papa Maz. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A-M-A-Z on Twitter. Hit the, the JJL Sports Talk Show on Instagram. Shout out Ethan this episode. Love it. Keep oh, on giving yeah. us your questions. Yeah, Ethan, your yeah. take. Question early, you man. just might end up on here. You never know. Add us at Instagram. You can at me on Twitter. We got the Twitter coming for it. And you got the Instagram too, right? Yep. Uh, AC underscore Cofone 56. And Big J, you got the Instagram too. I yeah, believe. Instagram is um yeah. Follow me, uh, JJ JJL underscore XO. It should pop up at Starboy J. You know, come a little like the weekend. Oh, shout out, shout out to the my my boy the weekend for his album, man. Can we find him? Can we find him? Why? Boy. <laughs> for the for the the Twitter handle, my man fanboy and too much over here. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We ain't fighting for that. We hey fighting. man, hey, I'll I I, cr- too, I say who gets the fines? Yeah, but, hey, hey, yeah. I only got tissues. Throw the flag on the play, bro. <laughs> See ya. So follow me at JJ Sports Talk Show, and also like, I got Twitter. Uh, let me go. Uh, let me look at that real quick. Um, I haven't been on Twitter in a long time, so I kind of um t- actually start boy J twenty three. Oh, but yo, Anyways, listen, man, you can add us pleasure, if you got if you got anything you, you know you want to get us to elaborate on something you want to know how we're feeling. Send us your your responses. You'll definitely get a response from us. You might even end up your question might even end up on here. Shout out Ethan, thanks for the love and support once again. You already know what it is. We'll be back. See you later, everyone.